Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. A good morning, everybody. Well, a happy, 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 happy Fox Sports Saturday NBA Playoff Edition. We are the fellas. I'm Anthony Gargano. And he is the legendary Lincoln Kennedy. Uh, Playoffs? 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 What's up, brother? How you doing? You are good. Uh, Playoffs? Uh, uh, Playoffs? Anyway. Give me Shaq. Uh, Get some barbecue sauce and (laughs) shut up. Shut up, Charles. Hate you. you. Stay away, my friend, buddy. <laughs> Go with the That's general right. for auto insurance. Go with the general. <laughs> Barbecue sauce. <laughs> we are the fellas coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Brother, it is playoff time and uh, a lot of great, great matchups. This year's a little bit different because. No longer is it the cakewalk, Golden State versus Cleveland, that no. we've seen the previous two years. We could have some different teams. There's some drama, 
including can Popovich pull off a miracle big link and beat the Warriors without Steph for the first round? I think the Warriors are vulnerable. I, I think they've shown in the, the the last latter part of the year, especially without Steph, that they they certainly they have some talent. Kevin Durant's going to have to step up for sure, but they are vulnerable. Um, and instead of their like one four um, style of offense when they do with uh, Draymond Green and Steph Curry in there, uh, it's going to be you know Kevin Durant isolated, and and he's going to have to come up big in this series. And I, I do think that a team game like the Spurs, the Spurs have shown that could could probably get with them. I know it's 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 just got high drama all over the place, no all doubt. kinds of like incredible stuff. You know, can the Wizards push Toronto? They're not their normal eight seed. Uh, in case you missed it, Jody Meeks, uh, reserve guard, who's a three point shooter for him, has been suspended for PED twenty five mm-hmm. games, so he'll miss the playoffs. But you know, they're not your typical eight seed. You remember they get John Wall back at the end of the year. Right. Right. So can the Wizards push Toronto? So you have another eight seed that, you know, is a little, is live. I mean, I, I don't think that the, you know, I wouldn't bet on them, but I think they are live. Well, look, we've seen in the past how, uh, you know, Toronto's had good regular seasons and then have faded in the yeah. playoffs. I would not be surprised if the Wizards beat them in this series. I would not be surprised at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know, there's a shot there. There's a shot. Both those yeah. teams are, you know, you, you get a puncher's chance. Yeah. Both the Spurs and the Wizards. So right off the right off the top, it tells you that the one seeds are vulnerable, and that's never been the case before. It's always been Warriors. Last last two years, it's just Warriors in Cleveland, Warriors in Cleveland. So it is. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. You know, as these NBA playoffs. Now, you know, obviously the big story in the East is LeBron at the three seed. Four seed. Four seed. Excuse me, the four seed. I have three seed on the brain yes, I know. for a reason, I know. so I, I will get to that later. <laughs> but uh, the big story is Cleveland at the four seed. And what will happen with LeBron? I know there was a report um, last night from Chris Sheridan. Who used to work for the AP, cover basketball, uh, who said LeBron won't be back uh, to Cleveland next year? I, I don't know how yeah. anyone could can say that. Um, you know, I mean, LeBron, I don't think he's really even made up his mind. Right, right. You know, I really, don't, I really believe that he hasn't made up his mind. But um, that all said, it, it's the it's the noise you're going to hear as the playoffs, you know, start to mount. Well, and, and it's a good chance that the Pacers could challenge the Cavs to seven games. You know, it's, I mean, push the series all the way out. You know, the thing is about this, this playoff series, as you mentioned, it's not a foregone conclusion. The, the, the two top teams that have been there for the last couple of years in the finals are going to be representing. And I think it's time for new blood. I don't mind the turnover. I really don't. I, I think that Golden State has had a good run and they're going to be good for some time. It's not like if they, if they fall out, they'll never be seen again. Same thing for Cleveland. You know, although if if LeBron LeBron leaves, Cleveland's going to be a different team. Uh, but he too has had a good run. He's been in the finals for what the last eight years. So you know it, it's it's time for some new blood. It's time for some new faces, and there are plenty of teams that deserve it out there. I think Philadelphia is on a high. The way they close out the season, and 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 it's just good to be in Philly right now. Everything seems to be going right uh, uh, for Philly and its sports teams. Uh, the way they closed out the season and the run that they had, even out without Embiid. 
Shows that they're, you know, something, a force to be reckoned with. And, and, you know, we talked about Toronto. Toronto was hot all year long. They got the one seed, deservingly so. They're one wait, of the wait, better wait, teams wait, in the East. What'd you say? Toronto. No, no. Toronto. Before that? Before that? I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I forgot my point. But, uh, but, I was but, uh, <laughs> give me the song. <laughs> oh, don't do it. Sad. No, give no, no, no one hears. Nobody wants sad. to hear that. Give me it's too song. early for that. Oh, Come on, Iowa Sam. I want My point song. is, it's time for turnover. It's time for new blood. It's time for different people to. Uh, well, you didn't. For the have record, to. I didn't bring him up. Yeah, you. Well, you did. You, you talked about. It. I'm just making a point. Not really. Yeah. yeah. I got Milwaukee will run Boston out of the gym. Interested. You know what I mean? Milwaukee run Boston out of like the gym. I like the Celtics in that series. You do. Oh. Here it is, Link. Oh yeah, Link. Uh, I don't know why I got up this morning. Oh yeah, Link. But gotta hear this. <laughs> did you? Do you hear this? Nah. Come on, Link. It. I know what you're talking about. Clap your hands. Oh gosh. Everybody. Oh, no, please, no, no, <laughs> My ears no. Seventy sixers. <laughs> Stop your feet. Oh, brother. Everybody for Philadelphia. Seventy sixers. All right, I feel Yay. good now. Philadelphia on the run. All right, yeah. uh, Link. Uh, th- thank you, Iowa Sam. I appreciate that very much. Nah. Um, Link, it's going to be an incredible series. Uh, I'll touch on those guys in a little bit. They are the darlings, the new darlings of the NBA. However, is this the Rockets year? That's another question. Is this finally James Harden and the Rockets year? They're clearly, I think, the clear favorite, right, right now? All right. No, without a doubt, without a doubt, and they have to be certainly the Vegas favorite. Yeah, certainly. So you look at them, and and they're playing such good, great two way basketball that that they look they look pretty dominant. It's pretty amazing. I, I do. It's funny because we talked about no Kyrie with the Celtics. I, I for some reason, maybe it's I'm I'm unimpressed by that Milwaukee team, and. I think Boston has enough resiliency to get to the second round. They'll lose in the second round, but to get to the second round. Yeah, I, I think it's an upset. I think that's the reason why Milwaukee positioned themselves. They think they can beat the Celtics the way they are. Well, they did. Listen, they tanked, no doubt yeah. about it. They laid down. And I don't blame them one bit. Yeah. You know, people say, oh, my God, how could you lay down? How could you give that up? Well, you know what? If you're face the Celtics without Kyrie, or you want to face who the uh, – they would have faced the Cavs. Right. I mean, Pick your poison, right? I actually faced Sixers. Yeah. I don't want to face Sixers. You know that what I mean? Sixers Heat series is going to be great. Uh, when they get when they get Embiid because of the Embiid Whiteside, you know, sort of controversy or pitting the two against each other, you know what I mean? Yeah, it'll be good for no love for five. Yeah. It'll be good for it'll be good for five games. <laughs> Four one I smell. <laughs> Maybe even sweet sweet. Oh my goodness. Look at you. Well, I don't know. They won sixteen in a row. Yeah, no, and, I know. It's kinda hard to work and, against uh, them. They have the next great player. Can I ask you a question? And this is mm-hmm. not being, you know, my hometown jingoistic, but Donovan Mitchell, is he for real with it, with with that whole rookie of the year thing? Should be. You already know how I feel about it. Why? Ben Simmons is in his second year. He's not a true rookie. He, not, he didn't play a second. Doesn't matter. He's not a true rookie. 
What do you mean not a true rookie? He didn't play a rookie second. is someone who just this is the first year and 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 I don't you sit oh on the bench. Oh my god! No, no, it's a rookie. Too brute. I'm telling you, I've always had that stance. You guys know that. You've known that. I've told you that before. We've talked no. about this before. Yes. No. I think Ben Simmons is a tremendous player. I'm not taking anything away. He is a future Hall All Star. Just going to take away his and, rookie of the year. No, I'm not, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. My, in my opinion, a rookie is actually a rookie who was in college or wasn't in the pros or wasn't in the, uh, in, in, in the system one year ago and is now in the system. This is his first year in the system. That's a true rookie. Cause, cause. Hey, I'm just. I mean, seriously, nothing. seriously. Donovan Mitchell is his sweatshirt, his hoodie had the definition of rookie. Okay. On it. What is the definition of rookie? Playing for the an athlete playing for the first time professionally. And the operative word is playing. Well, to me, Ben Simmons had practice time with the Sixers. He 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 played summer league ball with the Sixers before he hurt his foot. All uh, that stuff. Summer league. Hey, he was he was playing as a pro. League. You got better. You got better games in, in college. We you were you, you were practice. you were talking about him in last year in summer league when you went out to Vegas to watch him before he hurt his foot and before he put it he was shelved. Listen, you I've were been talking, talking about Ben Simmons since he was in high school. I, well, I'm so talking I, about I, you, I mean, particularly in a Sixers uniform. That's how highly you spoke of him. Oh, he's going yeah, to be I, great. He's going to be the truth. Yeah, and he yeah. was a pro then. No, but he wasn't really a pro. He 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 wasn't really a pro. He hadn't played a pro game yet. He got hurt before he embarked on his professional season. Did they get paid in the summer league? They got paid. I don't get. I don't know when you start getting checks. Uh, I'm sure they got. I'm sure they got something. They weren't living off of food stamps, so I'm sure they had something. It might not have been. It might not have been oh that pro check they God. get now. They get, but they got paid something, which means by hurt. definition they were a professional. He was a professional. He, he was a sophomore in college last year. Well, that, I mean, he probably made more money at LSU than he did his first year in the league. That's probably true. But my my thing is this: is that he he, he was a pro. <laughs> wow! I, I need the boys to uh, break the tie. Okay, coming up, go to the well, game. Well, let's let's introduce the fellas. Uh, here he is, Triple M Cavaliers freak himself. Good morning, Triple M. Good morning, gentlemen. Our happy producer. play, happy playoffs. Uh, you guys are dead right. This is this is going to be fun because even as a Cavs fan, I'm nervous. Like it's not it's not the foregone conclusion of last year. When remember when we hated the playoffs and we're like, oh, we kind of know where it is. And the Cavs, like I think, lost one game on the road to the yeah, to the to the NBA Eastern Finals, and and, and, yeah. and, the, and the the Warriors swept their way to the finals. It's not going to be that way this year. Like it's agreed. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's very compelling and. Honestly, that East, all those matchups are really good. I, I, I mean, based off the track record of LeBron, you don't see him losing a first round series. But Indiana's interesting, especially. I mean, they, they played him last year in the first round, and I think they're a better team than they were last year with Oladipo and the guys that they got back in that Paul George trade. So it's going to be really interesting. And then I, I have to chime in on this. I love that you guys are getting in on this rookie of the year thing. It's so tough for me to divide this and really be in this debate. But I have to go off of what I know, and this has happened before in the NBA. Blake Griffin won it, so by the criteria of that, Ben Simmons is eligible until they put a rule in the, the rule book that says if you if you're it's your technically your second year. All right, let, let me let me play it like this. Even though you ruled in my favor, I want to ask you this: Do you, in your mind, is he a rookie? <sighs> Man, you be honest. 
In my in my mind, I think Donovan Mitchell qualifies more for that than Ben Simmons does. Because, okay, because, no, all right, all right, all right. Hold the hold the thought. Hold the thought. Let me get Iowa Sam. Then boys, then we will reconvene. Iowa Sam. I can definitely say that Lincoln uh, caught you on a technicality. So technically, he is correct, but. I, I like the term iron sharpens iron, and when you're not playing a single game in your first year, you are not getting into game action and competing and sharpening that iron. Therefore, I feel like Ben Simmons is a rookie. There we go. 2-2. Two, two. We may have to put it on the pole. We've got lots to do. It's very divisive. We, it really is. It's great. Remember last week, we had we were feisty last week. Remember that, Link? Oh, yeah. That was a good time. <gasps> that was nice. What did we fight about? I forget. Well, just like any other time when we no, fight, I'm we forget just, about it the next day. Just, yeah, it's one it's of those things where we, just, we don't we don't remember it. We we have fun, and then we come back the next week to do it all over again. Then we forget it's about great, it. I look forward to this show oh, every week. Oh, this is this is one of my favorite parts of the week. No, it's the best. <laughs> Can't really wait. Is. All right, so we got lots to get to, including oh my god, like Des Bryant. He gone. Oh, 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 I want to wake up, Deb. Oh my God! <laughs> Stop! <laughs> We're the fellas. We're just getting started. You don't want to miss a second of it right here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, playoffs. This segment is brought to you by Granger. The products and services you need when you need them. Granger gets you back to work and help keeps your facility running. Granger for the ones that get it done. You're just joining us. We are the fellas. He's Anthony Gargano. I'm Lincoln Kennedy coming to you on the Saturday as we get you ready for NBA playoffs. Got a little bit of a disagreement, a discussion going on amongst us. The fellas that we introduced earlier, Mike Mayer and Iowa Sam. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's uh, where you stand on the whole rookie of the year. Ben Simmons, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, come and, on now. You know, come on what? Where are we going? I mean, you know, are we really going to argue these, these, these what's the obvious? You put it out there. You asked me my opinion. Look, Donovan Mitchell wasn't playing, uh, wasn't, you know, playing pickup games and training with LeBron James in the summertime after he came out of Louisville. Well, that, that was Ben, ben Simmons this past one. That was Ben. Ben trained with Ben, ben trained with LeBron when he was at LSU. I, I know he got he got paid more money at LSU. I know. <laughs> so he's been a pro for a while. That's my point. <laughs> All right. Um, well, we'll leave that. We'll table okay. that argument. All right. We'll table that argument because it's really it's really unimportant. True. Yeah, you know I mean, it, it is really important. Is un- unimportant. Yeah. But I mean, the, Ben Simmons uh, is going to win. Is going to win it in, anyway. So I just shared my. All right, let, let's get to Dez. Because and we'll get back to the NBA Plus. We're a lot. We're gonna go through all the games and the whole thing, and really dive into each series in depth. But let's. Uh, the other big news that was uh, rather shocking to some. You think so? And that and that was well. I think timing was shock was surprising. No. Mm, well, I mean, we knew it was it was coming. I knew it was coming. I knew it was going to happen. He's had three Did subpar you? years. Oh yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, they weren't going to pay him that much money. So. And that's it. I mean, there, and there is your point, which is, and the reason why he's gone is that when you're due $12 million, you've been paid a fortune, right. and you just haven't produced. Right. Well, see ya. But it's and still then, a big deal that, you know, here's Des Bryant. He's out. Yeah. I, I think, you know, when you look at the last couple of years, uh, I've, I've, I've seen this on a couple of teams. When you have a star receiver, you feel compelled as a quarterback to try your best to get them the ball. Get the ball in their hands. Um, most notably, when the when the sort of quarterback carousel was right here in the, my backyard at Arizona Cardinals. Here you got Larry Fitzgerald, you know, future Hall of Famer, and every quarterback that was in there, no matter how much time they played, they they would try to force the ball to Larry. 
double, triple cover, try to force the ball. And a lot of times it was there in Aaron places. You know, when you talk about Des Bryant and Dak Prescott, there was not a true harmony there. You could see that. More importantly, it, it was more, it wasn't so much on Dak Prescott's, you know, inability to be a true or a prolific passing quarterback. To me, it was also watching Des run his routes. They weren't precise, very sloppy at times. He wasn't catching things that were thrown to him unless they were, you know, properly placed all the time. He dropped a whole lot of balls. And then, of course, the the emotional side, the temper tantrums you saw on the sideline when he wasn't getting the ball or on on the field. You know, if you're a young and up and coming quarterback, you don't feel that pressure. So I, I think that I think Dak had a lot to do with this. I really do. I think Dak had a lot to do with this, and he'll never come out and say that. But I, I honestly feel that the Cowboys, if Jason Garrett and the coaching staff brought Dak in and said, you know, the future, you know, what what do you think about this? I, I think they. I agree with you. I think you're right had on. Something say, had something to say about it. I think you're right on. He doesn't want to hear about that. You don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. I, you know, listen, this this is brings me to my belief that you know I've always said this that uh, these wide receivers you can't win with these great wide receivers when they act like children. Right. When when they act out and they're like cats on the outside. Mm-hmm. You know it's funny about the person. We talked about this before. We did the personality traits of each position. And, you know, the thing with receivers is there a lot of them are petulant and a lot of them cry for attention and a lot of them are divas. And I think no matter how great you are as a wide receiver, I don't think you can win with them. Well, I mean, I, I do believe they serve a need, but I, I agree with you to a number of points that you just made. The fact is, is that. I played with some great ones, and there were many times I walked off the field and I heard those great ones fuss about them being open. And then when you look on film, sometimes they were double-covered or whatever, but I've never had a receiver come back to the huddle and like, you know, hey, don't throw me the ball because they're covering me pretty well. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's always been, look, I'm open. You need to get the ball to me. or I need to get my catches. I got I got an incentive. You know, I, I got something. You got to get my stats. I got to get at least a touchdown a game. I mean, there, those are things that I heard throughout my career. So, um, I, I, where I do believe, and, I guess, I'm, and I'm talking about the, the, you, you know, what I'm talking about the, the petulant. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't want to see anybody. Not, I'm not talking about and, Jerry Rice, yeah. who was a general, no, no. You know? Well, I mean, and, and look, but even Jerry would come back at the times the, the huddle, huddle, and, and argue at Rich coming to sidelines. I'm look, sure, man, yeah. get the ball. You know, you know. So uh, it, it's it's happened both ways. But you know, when you have somebody like Antonio Brown did last year for the Steelers. Now, we know how great a receiver he is, but there was one time where they were winning the game and he was throwing a temper tantrum, throwing a Gatorade uh, thing, jug on the sideline because he wasn't getting the ball thrown to him. So ultimately, does that preclude you from winning? So look at the look at the, um, the Eagles did not have a pronounced receiver. Alshon Jeffrey was their best one, but he's really right. kind of a, a low one, if not a glorified two, as a tall receiver, and they spread the ball around and... Um, their offense is really kind of equal with the run game and the way Carson runs it. So they don't have one. The Patriots haven't had that distinctive number one receiver. I mean, if you want to count Gronk as a tight end, I guess, but he's not the he, he he's not the petulant. If I don't get the ball, I'm going to cry and no. disrupt everything. No, he's found so, other ways to disrupt things. But right, true, true, but not the Odell Beckham way. No, not the Odell Beckham way. And even if you want to go back in history, look at when Randy Moss and the Patriots on the, that perfect season trail, they, they ended up coming up short against the Giants, the final game of the season, Super Bowl. Um, and he was that standout receiver. I mean, they broke all kinds of records there. 
Um, there's something to your argument, but but as I said, I believe the receivers didn't serve their purpose because I I think the, well, the yeah, great it's ones a passing like, league. Like like if you watch uh, what Larry Fitzgerald was able to do last year with the Cardinals in, in, in critical times, uh, even though they didn't have a winning record, but he still can made plays when they needed it. Uh, we've seen uh, it goes back to that statement, uh, you know, or that analogy: who makes the does a quarterback make the receiver, or does a receiver make the quarterback? You know what I mean? Those types of things. Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not telling you that I want it to be rugby. <laughs> I mean, you know. So I mean, I, I and Larry Fitzgerald is the is the polar opposite of the guy I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm just talking about certainly. the great receiver who's a pain in the ass. Yeah. And that great receiver, T.O., is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, those mm-hmm. guys, you know, they make it really difficult for you to win. Yeah. And ultimately, if I was the Giants, I would want no part of Beckham. All the talent in the world, I would want no part of him. I'm the and, bad guy. And De- <laughs> and and De- you are. And Des Bryant... Unfortunately, couldn't back up his mouth with his play. He just right. wasn't. Beckham, at least, is a great player. Right. Des, right. Des wasn't great and hasn't been good in a long time. At least three seasons, at least. My count's right. At least three seasons he's had subpar performances. Now, does he go to like Green Bay and get resuscitated? That could be. I haven't seen on the wire who are the possible takers. I do know it's nobody in your division, though. Nobody in your division wants to touch him. And and when you talked about well, he said he wanted to go to the NFC East. Yeah, yeah, because he wanted he wanted revenge against the Cowboys. I understand that, but you know, you talk about um, uh, talk about timing. It's bad timing for a number of reasons, and whether the Cowboys did this on purpose is yet to be seen. um, Because most of the free agent money is already spent, and teams are preparing for the draft. Um, So there's not a whole lot of big money floating out there. And Des, you know, let's face it, he was he was making a, a big chunk of change. I don't think he's just going to go anywhere for pennies. Uh, he's just probably trying to find a place to get a job right now. Maybe Washington, though. Washington could be a fit. I heard Washington didn't want him. Really? Yeah. I heard nobody mm-hmm. in the NFC East wanted to touch him. Well, I mean, there's no room for him the Giants, and there's no right. room for him. The Eagles, Eagles won't want him. No. So, I mean, I thought maybe Washington would be the only, only team. We'll see about Green Bay. I heard some Arizona needs a receiver. Arizona need, well, Arizona needs a lot of stuff, but the last mm-hmm. thing they need is a is a receiver that's going to cause disruption like he's had. Yeah, that's true. All right, uh, sit tight. Let's welcome in our uh, fifth member of the fellas. He's a terrific. He gives, keeps up to date on everything. He, of course, is Ralph, Big Ralph. There was a restaurant growing up called Big Ralph's, and it was popular. Well, they, that's all that matters, then, isn't it? Because Ralph is a strong name. <laughs> well, and just, he's popular. Just remember this, Anthony. The first tweet that Des Bryant sent out after being released was, let's start the process. So <laughs> deal with that process as he comes to Philadelphia and tanks the Eagles. <laughs> Friday, there was a full slate of games on the diamond, though. The big story... That was Garrett Cole. This is total dominance. Strikeout number 12. Matches his career high. He is through six innings of one-hit shutout baseball. AT&T Sportsnet with the call. Cole finished with 14 strikeouts in seven innings, throwing only 93 pitches in the process. Houston, a 3-2 winner over Texas. The Angels remain red hot. They won their sixth straight, 5-4 over Kansas City. The Halos have won nine straight when Shohei Itani is in their lineup. Speaking of hot, how about the New York Mets? 
They won their ninth straight Friday. Todd Frazier, a pair of home runs as New York outscored Milwaukee 6-5. Boston is off to their best start in 100 years after grounding Baltimore 7-3. At 11-2, the Red Sox matched the start of the 1918 Red Sox. That team did win the World Series, of course. The NBA playoffs get started today, including the Sixers taking on the Heat. And and I'll just give you my opinion, and it's simple out of the NBA rulebook. Is Ben Simmons a free agent this year? Of course not. Because the team has an option for his third year, right? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Ralphie Boy breaking the tie, siding with Link. That Ben is not a rookie. Dollar even dollar bills. Play, even though Ralphie, he didn't play nary a second. Don't know how you guys can think that, but can't break that matter. contract. <laughs> it is the we are the fellas. We come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Fifteen minutes. Could save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Ralphie, though, manning up, man. You're under the weather, huh, buddy? Yeah, it's a little bit of a grind. Yeah, you're a man. You're manning up. We're manning up nice. So, uh, so Lincoln, question. Uh-huh. As I just got done telling you that these, these spoiled wide receivers can wreck anything, if you were the Eagles, would you look at Des Bryant as a guy that wants revenge on your di- division rival? And perhaps the only team that would even challenge them in the NFC East. Because you got a guy that's bitter. Yeah, you and got a guy that's bitter. But, but, but the bitter guy works. Sometimes, but at the same point, sometimes you gotta you got to view the the possible disruption. I mean, look. You're, you're, no, I agree. You, you know, you're you're dealing with a, a guy who's not afraid to show his personality. And how do you know if he see this team twice a year that it, he isn't really going to come out of pocket? You know what I mean? That, no, that's the gamble. Listen, I'm with you. I mean, and I just got done with, with a you know ten minutes of telling you that I don't want crybaby right. receivers, even no right. matter how talented they are, because they disrupt things. If you have a locker room that's pretty strong, can you handle it? See, that's the whole thing. Like if you're a if you're a GM, you go, man, you gonna get Carson Wentz another weapon? No, no. I mean, I, I I see the I see the logic there. I think that you got enough. You know, if you go from a relatively quiet locker room, peaceful locker room, to dealing with the circumstances surrounding Michael Bennett, and even though it's still a lot of things that are pending in that situation. Um, uh, you're off your first Super Bowl championship. You're riding high. The last thing you want to do is bring in a bothered or a bitter, tumultuous receiver just because of the fact that he can add to your offense, which you really didn't suffer last year with. And Carson Wentz, when he comes back, is probably going to have this thing moving like it was. I don't necessarily think you need him. I agree. I, I don't think you need him. Yeah. I just think, you know, there's, it's an interesting argument because I know there will be people out there that go, Hey, you get a guy that's bitter uh, for your team, hungry for revenge. You know, the, if I'm Des, if I'm Des, and I'm, and I'm his people, I think you there the possible spots you can land that makes sense. Green Bay is one of them. I, I think the 49ers would be great going out west because here's a team that has a chance to do some things. Uh, and then financially, 
you can you you can prosper. You can get another big chunk of change uh, from California and claim te- uh, Texas as your residence and save on taxes and stuff like that. Or even um, though they're probably not going to be as successful because they've got to go through a quarterback change. Maybe somewhere like Baltimore. Baltimore needs receivers. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, yeah. The Ravens do need receivers. They always need receivers. <laughs> uh, I, I like your your Niners. Yeah, I can see that with Jimmy G. Yeah, I can see him going, and I can see Dad's going. Oh, I love me some Jimmy G. Yeah. Well, how about right? Carolina? Carolina's another one that could use receivers. I don't know if you really want to go. I'm thinking about you know places that need receivers like. Buffalo and Green Bay. If I'm dead, I don't want to go anywhere where it's cold. The hell with that. Go right down. You know, go right down the road. I mean, to Buffalo. Houston. Buffalo. Well, listen, Buffalo's good. Yeah, they're they're going to be, they're going to be really good as soon as they figure out their quarterback situation. They're good on both sides of the ball. They're not a bad team, and you know, Jacksonville. How about Jacksonville? Ooh, that would they got a lot of receivers though. But I, I, but I think we got Marquise Lee. Yeah, but you they have a more of a possession style receiver in this position at this time. Is Hearns. They have the other speed kid on the outside. Seattle. Could you imagine with Russell Wilson improvising? Yeah. Oh my throwing God! Out, throwing you, out teams out there. Oh my God! Yeah. You just mentioned Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. I had a dream about well Russell. It just dawned on me. I literally, I had a dream about Russell Wilson last night. I dreamt I was in, I was at some NBA futures uh, thing. And I remember there was this, uh, I was looking for, for gear. But they had all this gear, like all these sneakers. and <laughs> You were trying to get so, your, your swag box? So I was doing the show, right? I was yeah. doing a show. From this thing, and there was all these different, there, like there was nothing I recognized, like Nike or Adidas or Under Armour. It was all like fake me out. I'm re- literally remembering this on the fly, and the fact that I'm dreaming about sports and gear tells you what kind of loser I really am, and <laughs> <laughs> not women. Um, <laughs> but I remember going, "Wow, this like I'm getting sweatsuits and." Sneakers. I'm looking for size 13s. I'm going. All right. I got. I got them. You know. I'm fishing through it. I'm trying to steal, but I'm stealing them. It's just terrible. Like because they were for the players, and I was stealing them. And Russell Wilson was there, and I was trying to get the producer to put the stuff back so I could interview Russell Wilson. And and Russell was cool. He's like, take your time, man. Steal what and you then, want. Yeah, yeah. He was. <laughs> It was, it's stuff, so bizarre man. that you mentioned that. Just kind of free. You ever had that happen to you where you have a dream and you remember something triggers it and you remember it and it's a bizarre dream? No? Probably. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. See, I, met, I remember. I dream like in story fashion. Like there's stories. Uh, well, you're a writer. You're an author. That's what, that's, that's what you yeah, do. That's I, how you put guess, things together. Yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah. All right. Uh, coming up, let's start the NBA chatter, shall we? Let's, let's start. Let's go. We'll start out west. Make sure uh, Triple M, are you ready? You want to start out west? Or you want to start a little LeBron? It's up to you guys. I'm game for whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's up to you guys. I mean, we're we're starting in the west with the Warriors uh, later today. Yeah, maybe so, we should so start. Maybe, in the maybe west. we should. Maybe we should start in the west. Yeah. Warriors. Although the east, we have more more eastern people are listening right now. Yep. 
because yeah, on the, the west, on, the, on, on, on the west coast, it's three a.m. As Lincoln knows, <laughs> and Iowa Sam knows, right? Iowa Sam. Yes, of course. Iowa Sam, are you ready for the NBA playoffs? <laughs> yes, of course. You don't sound ready for the NBA <laughs> I am. I am. It's ready. fake excitement, guys. Exactly. Make sure you have the song ready, Iowa Sam. It's it, it's always ready for you. All right, my Anthony. man, you're my main man. All right, we'll Brother. come back. Gosh, we're the fellas. Get it over with. (laughs) (laughs) We're the fellas right here on Fox. You got Ralphie. Ralphie's inside with you. I like Ralphie. I like Ralphie. I'm good. I'm. I'm Ralphie's my enemy. (laughs) Not at all. Not at all. (laughs) I love Ralph. We're the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back, fellas. Lincoln Kennedy. Anthony Gargano hanging out with you. NBA playoffs upon us. And for the first time in a long time, the NBA playoffs, the NBA title is up for grabs. It's wide open. While the the Rockets are a favorite in Golden State, if they can get past and survive without Steph, could be uh, obviously looming, could be big. and But really beyond that, it's wide open. Anybody in the East could come out. I mean, there's literally, when you think about it, would you say there's four teams with a legitimate chance to come out of the East? Mm, Yes. Well, at least three. three. At least three. Not two. Not three. Not four. Not five. Um, Leaning closer to Toronto, Cleveland, Sixers. Yes. I was going to say Indiana, but... Well, I, I, no, I, I don't think Indiana's ready. Not ready for the big time. I don't either. I, I mean, again, long shot. Yeah. Uh, coming out of West, it's probably down to Houston or Golden State. But, I mean, you know, see what the OKC can do. That OKC-Utah series is a great series. Oh, I agree. I'm really looking forward to that. And Portland's always dangerous with that backcourt. Certainly. So I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Let's start in the East, shall we? And go over some of the series. We'll go over the what is perceived as the worst one, and that's Boston Milwaukee. Boston the two seed against Milwaukee the seven seed. But again, Milwaukee tanks to get the seven seed to right. face the Kyrieless Celtics. Uh, you like Milwaukee in this one? Well, I mean, I don't necessarily like. I think they're going to challenge them, but I still think the Celtics take it in six games. They get a little sweat factor going from Milwaukee, but they take it in six. Oh, you do like Boston then? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I like, no. I like the Celtics in this in this series. I know, you know, without Kyrie, you're going, oh my god, and, you know. But I don't think Milwaukee, I don't think Milwaukee's is, is good enough. They're not consistent enough. They've shown flashes of it. I think next year there'll be a year that they, they come into their own more so than, than this year. And it, it's tempting, especially as you mentioned, with all the injuries that Boston has. Uh, but, but I still think Boston has enough firepower to win this game, to win this series in six. Now, I'm trying to think about what I, what I don't like about Milwaukee. Because obviously you love Antetokounmpo, and mm-hmm. so you're, you know, the Greek freak is the Greek freak. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, and you got nice ball players, right? You got like Middleton. Mm-hmm. You got Eric Bledsoe. Mm-hmm. But you know, you know Tony Snell trying to hit threes. But there's something about them that I just think is soft. Soft, okay. 
No, like I, I just don't think that I think folds on you. Mm-hmm. So that's why I kind of like the Celtics. I think the Celtics, even without Kyrie, I think they're tough. Like they're gonna they're gonna muck it up, right? And they're gonna play, you know, gonna try to play in the nineties. Well, I mean, look, muck I, I, it up I think on you. I think even like I said, I, I think the the offense. I mean, they've got enough. To me, the Celtics got enough firepower with with Horford and, and Tatum and guys like Terry Rozier uh, to carry this offense, their offense. I think they can get to beat places. Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, to beat yeah. Milwaukee. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, next series. Well, let me ask. The, let me ask to bring in the fellas. Is that Triple okay. M. Yeah, this think? is an interesting one. When I first saw this, I was like, okay, I think Milwaukee can pull it off. But the more I think about it, I think Boston is going to win this series. I think it may go six or seven, but it comes down to this: Who would you rather have coaching your team? Would you rather have Joe Prunty or Brad Stevens? We all know the answer to that question. We would much rather have Brad Stevens, even though Giannis is probably the best player in that series. It's like Milwaukee's too inconsistent, and it's just it's hard for me to get behind them, even though they may have a talent edge. I think that coaching wins out in this one, and Brad Stevens leads the Celtics out of this round. Yeah, I, I think there's I, I question Milwaukee's medal, quite frankly. I question what they got, I, I, and I I don't think they have enough metal. I think Boston's got more heart. What do you think about that, Iowa Sam? Yeah, I, I definitely uh, I uh, echo what Mike was talking about. We don't know what Milwaukee is yet, and we at least know who Brad Stevens is and what he brings to the table. Yeah, well, distinct coaching advantage. But I do I do think there's uh, – I like the – I just like the Boston attitude. I just think that Celtic attitude will prevail when looking at it. And again, I hate the Celtics. <laughs> Make so personal no Phillies aside, <laughs> yeah, the Celtics are the are a, a, a close two to the Cowboys for me. A close two to Dallas. Don't you hate the Sox too? Red Sox? I hate the Sox. I hate the Yankees. Which one do you hate more, Red Sox and Yankees? Uh, it's a great question. They're both close. <laughs> Probably Yankees, just yeah. because they're the Yankees. But then I would hate the Sox right there coming up next. How about you? Yeah. Let me ask you a question, because I know you played. You know, So you have your, your AFC West that you hate. Yes, Kansas City and Denver. Yes, yes, definitely. You hate those teams, definitely. You just despise them, definitely. San Diego, yeah, well, probably, Los Angeles, probably, the Chargers. They're, they're dead last. Well, I didn't really have a problem with them, <laughs> as far as my hatred goes. Plus, there was a part of you that you know you grew up in San Diego when yeah, the Chargers yeah. were still there, so Certainly. there's a little bit of a soft spot. But Denver and Kansas City, oh, definitely, is 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 a blood hate. If I had to rank up Kansas City's number one and then Denver's shortly there behind, yeah. One yeah. I'd like to do a little hashtag hate. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I, I think we're going to do that coming up next. Hashtag hate, man. That's what makes the playoffs go around. We're the fellas on Fox. Welcome back, fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, coming live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% more car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free free rate quote. 
So just joining us, NBA playoffs, obviously, upon us today. It's a big day. And the beauty of the NBA playoffs is that anybody can win this year. It's not just Golden State v. Cleveland for the third straight year. In fact, that matchup is probably uh, a long shot. Yeah, I wonder what the odds on that are. That it'll be that matchup in, in Vegas. Yeah, it's a great question because uh, I think I think that's a long shot, Link. I do. I do think it's a long shot as well. So we're just kind of going through our, uh, uh, just going through some of the matchups. We're going to go through each and every series. But one of the things we were just stumbling on is that we're having some fun with is like I I don't know about like you guys, but you know the NBA playoffs. It's time now to to get serious. And you get your hate on. Like, I hate the Celtics. I've always hated the Celtics. Like, they're, it's one of these deep hatreds. Like, I close my eyes and I see all those Celtics I hated in my mind's eye. <laughs> Larry Bird, Danny Ainge, ML Carr. I see them all. I, the only one I like was Pierce. Yeah. The only one. The only Celtic I've ever, uh, Kevin McHale I hated, Cornbread Maxwell. <laughs> he went back. He went back. How about Big Chief, he, Robert Parrish? Yeah, you know, he was kind of unhateable because he was always high. <laughs> but that fat Tommy Heinsohn. Oh, wow. Wow. Listen to you. You have brought some names out. That is Well, classic. Tommy Heinsohn used to, when I was a kid, so I'm a little kid, and he used to be the color analyst for CBS, and he was, and so he was, and he was strictly biased. <laughs> he was green biased. Now imagine if you're like a Sixer fan or a Laker fan, and and you got to deal with that slob talking about how great the Celtics are. Then he went local, and uh, he was even more obnoxious as a hometown announcer. I remember hearing a couple of his TV calls, and that's a foul! That's ridiculous! Just be like screaming, and I'd be like, okay, I get you're the hometown guy, but jeez, keep it together. Definition of Homer. <laughs> yeah, there was him. I mean, there, there's. I mean, if you want to go deeper into like these Homer guys, have uh, Hawk Harrelson. <laughs> oh wow, I love Hawk Harrelson. I, oh, I, wow. I love that dude. Yeah, he he's great. But man, like, if you could tell, yeah, but uh, part of that stick though too. No, but and and it's great. I mean, like, I remember sometimes when the walk off home run, you would not hear a pin drop from that booth. You know the the, the he, uh, I mean the, he's I mean he's great and he's a legend but yeah sometimes like it's like like especially in like the no hitter cases or like with the no hitter he gets he gets over the top but like I said when you're going dead silent when the White Sox lose I was like okay a little bit interesting Homer yeah, but, did, but but didn't he what was his what was his staple call put it on the he, board that's yes it. that's it I love that put it on the board yes. I like that. And then he would do the good guys uh, three, bad guys two. You know. Bay, yeah, those those, those, those announcers are good. Like, yeah, the good guys are up, are up by yeah. one. Or good, good guys up Good three guys two. two. The the bad guys, absolutely nothing. Yes. Uh, I, like, I like those guys. I like those dudes. Uh, <laughs> they're classic. But if I give you hate, 
Let me start. Let me start. I want to go. I want you to simmer. I want the hatred to spill out of you. Link, so if I said Broncos Chiefs, is there anyone else that comes close? To the Chiefs? No. Yeah. Uh, to the Broncos? Close with the Patriots. Close with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So I could see that. Mm-hmm. So any other non-sports? Any other non-football hates? Non-football Hashtag hates. hate. <laughs> it's funny. Hashtag hate. Um, no, no, not not really. Nothing really sticks in the crawl like that. I, I, I could probably say that... <sighs> like going from the college days, no, not really. Anybody stands out. College hate. Ah, um, uh, the, the USA. Well, I mean, they're they're up there. They're they're not likable. But see, what's what you got? For me, it's like I had a, a successful college career, so we we beat SCA a, a number of years that I was there. I, there's really right. no reason for me to hate them. You Is see that what was, well, well, all right, Washington State was a donkey. Yeah, so you, then, you didn't you didn't have that. You, you didn't know, have. I got got tortured at Oregon, even though we beat them. I I, I can't. I don't like ducks, you know. But I wouldn't say. I mean, no, you, gotta hate, you hate the ducks. Uh, yeah, well, you're true. I mean, yeah, but this is for a number of other reasons. Just you whack, whack. You hate exactly. The ducks. Shoot them down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. yeah, probably the ducks is up there. Yeah. Yeah, I go. I go ducks on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, uh, Triple M. Who you got? All right, I, I can actually put together a list of teams in terms of the sports. I want your five in order. Okay, well, I'm not going to go like five. I'm just going to go from sport to sport, like just in terms of. All right, uh, all right. In the NFL, uh, hands down, the Baltimore Ravens. This has been going on for 20 years. They used to be the Browns, and every time that they're they're competitive, I just can't stand them. Like anybody who puts on a uniform for them, I just I I, I can't. I I, I just get don't. That. Yeah, it's, I get, and, and I that's get been that. a, that's been a Cleveland thing. Yeah, in the in the NBA more in the NBA more recent, and believe me, when I talk to my dad, he's like, "God, I hate Steph Curry." <laughs> he's like, "So yeah, yeah. The, the Warriors." I mean, it's like especially with the rivalry and a potentially. Yeah, but you beat them once, like you know. We beat them once, but it's still a war, and it's still like 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 you said, it's it's going it to be. Fuga- it was Fugazi that you beat them, but you still beat them. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not yeah. like you know Draymond Green would have made a difference. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> um, in the uh, I'll even go in Major League Baseball, the Yankees. I mean, it speaks for itself, and especially after last year, it's even more reinforced. Like it's just like. They always win, and then the fact that they did that to my team last year—it's just—it even—it made me even simmer more. And then I'll even give you guys an NHL one. I'll give you guys an NHL one to just go deeper into this thing. I hated the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh my lord! Like because they had some great battles with my LA Kings, and I swear every time they went to to the United Center and played a game. I could not stand what Chelsea. What's the goal song? What Chelsea Dagger. I was just going to say, song. I hate that song. I hate yeah. that song so oh, much. Sam, get that song so we can play it. <laughs> Go ahead. It'll get stuck in my head. I, I won't be able yeah, to go I to lo- sleep I it. love that. <laughs> I love but, that tune. Yeah, it's just like... I, I Jonathan Taves. Yeah, I, I couldn't stand it. And then when we beat them in 14... To go to the Stanley Cup and ultimately win the second cup in four years. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> Jeez. We think like this is the Blackhawks goal song. Hey, look, the Blackhawks got the best jerseys in the sports. 
I won't deny. I won't deny. I won't deny that their sweaters are awesome. I just don't like them. Everybody. Imagine hearing that as a Kings fan oh, when the they best. score. If you're a Blackhawks fan, if you're a Kings fan, you have to hear that every single time. Like I, one of uh, one of my good buddies here, Eric Roberts, he's a big Kings fan. And last year, when they they, I think they got swept or they lost in like five games against the Predators, and they did not score a goal at home. And he he put this great tweet out, and he said, "It's really nice to not have to hear Chelsea dagger this year." And I was like, "That's so dead on." From a Kings fan's perspective, if you're a Blackhawks fan, you obviously hate not hearing. Oh, it. so great! You get to go to Vegas and get and, and then lose. <laughs> yeah, Vegas over the Kings yeah, last night. Yeah, no, no, that, no, that was a what well, a great game. That was a that few was a, hours ago, that was a fantastic yeah. game. I'll I, tell, I, I tell you, boys, there, there's nothing like a good quality playoff hockey game. Let like, me ask you a question on that. I, I agree, but let me ask you quick. I didn't watch the game. I saw the score. I swore I saw the Kings were up two one. No, no, it was a one one. It was one. Did they ever? Did they have a goal disallowed or something? No, not that no, I remember. Right. It was one nothing, and then the Kings scored, and then they went into double overtime, and it got down to the last five minutes of double overtime. I think it was like a turnover, and it led to a game winning goal. I'll tell you what, man. This Vegas, this Vegas team, even as a Kings fan, and they're up two zero. This is one whale of a story that is not getting nearly the attention that it deserves. Because just think about it in the context of what we're watching, guys. It's an expansion team that literally got formed last year. And no, it's amazing. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And, yeah, and, but and now, it's, now it's, the home the home ice though is big. Right. So like what <laughs> like you could you could talk you could now it's even more pronounced than football, these other sports, because, you know, you usually get a day or two days. Right, right. You're in Vegas, you get a couple days, and that's just death to a, to a visiting team. <laughs> that's what they, that's, there's a story that they marketed on the, this season, you know, for other teams to come and visit. Yeah, it's, it can be, it can be death for it, uh, the opposing team, the visiting team, because they're just enjoying themselves. But, you know what, last night was a really great game, and I, I tried so hard. I, I had to work a, the ASU spring football game, and I didn't get home till late. Now, normally I try to shut it down so I get some rest before the show. But I was up, up watching that bad boy late night until I fell asleep on it and then uh, woke up after the, you know, the, the horn went off and scoring. Uh, so it was a great game. I, I, I saw most of it. Yeah, that's great stuff, man. They are uh, – that Vegas team is amazing. Amazing. Yeah. But the Kings, though, the Kings have trouble scoring, too, Triple M. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Believe me, I've, I've known it for years. They're, they're, they, they stand by Jonathan Quick, their goaltender – and just manufacture. They have big bodies. They're good defensively, but they don't. They they don't have like the elusive like score. Like Andre Kopitar is a great player, but like you don't have like the guy who's like like a Sidney Crosby or Novechkin that's like uberly like can get you a couple of goals or just, it's 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 always been a struggle for the Kings and they won a couple cups on the strength of their goaltending and they were able to put together a cup like in the in the fourteen. Uh, Stanley uh, Stanley Cup run, they were able to put up a lot more goals, but also they were coming from behind a lot 
Like they were down. Yeah, but a if lot. they give they they give Quick a couple of goals, they can. They oh, can, oh they man, can win Quick was amazing. Quick was yes, amazing. Was. I think he had like over fifty saves. Like he was on Flurry last night. Both goaltenders last night were on. Fire it's amazing. Were some shots. It's amazing what the the rebirth of Mark Andre Flurry because I know he lost mm-hmm. his job in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and now he's kind of been reborn in Vegas. Good for him. Wait, good for him. Look, the Penguins missed him last night. Oh, no. oh, oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I know. Well, they Fly, did in that first man. game. Hey, they man. didn't miss them in that first game when they put it on the Flyers. Hey, I, mean, I, I love, it. I love it when the Flyers and the Penguins get together. That's always fun. Like that's a great it's series. A gr- it's always a great series. Yeah, yeah, truly is a great series. All right, need uh, we gonna get finish the hates hashtag hate. We'll have some fun with that and the teams that you hate, and we'll continue to go over the NBA playoffs. Looking forward to it today. It starts. 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, with Warriors and Spurs. Gets it underway. It's going to be awesome. We're the fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, right here on Fox Sports Radio. The fellas, we're brought to you by Granger. The products, the services you need when you need them. Granger gets you back and keeps your facility running. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Anthony Gargano, Lincoln Kennedy, having a little fun. Uh, and, and, you know, we're, we're talking our new, uh, movement. Uh, I know we need a little bit more love in this world, but right now, sports hate. Sports hate. So, you know, hashtag Triple M hate. gave his. Hashtag hate. Triple M gave his. And, and then, what? uh, I, I gave mine. I don't really have a hockey hate. Uh, no. No, I, I do think the Who's Black your Hawks baseball hate? You have a baseball way. hate? Uh, who do I hate baseball wise? Probably not. No. No one stands out. How about hoops? Do you have a hoops hate? No, I don't have a hoops hate either. Mm-mm. So you, all your your hate's confined to real football hate. Yeah, yeah. Player hate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel you, brother. That makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. There were there were several players back in the day I can't stand. Still can't stand them. So, but yeah. How about um, uh, Triple M? Who do you have a college hate? Michigan. Yeah, I would say Michigan. Just because of the fact that the Ohio State Michigan rivalry probably sticks out there, I've I've also ne- I mean even though Alabama's excellent and they they do that, it's just like you kind of like are drawn to a team and most people will hate them because they're so good. So yeah, I guess I would kind of say Alabama to a degree as well, but most most for the most part Michigan just because of the rivalry. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think you have to you have to hate them. That's your. That's your. If you're a, a, if you're an Ohio man, it's your duty to hate Michigan. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like like if you're if you're if you're even remotely like even in Columbus. I mean, people who don't even go to Ohio State and are from Columbus probably hate Michigan. <laughs> it's it's like that. It's like that's exactly it's it. Like, it's like a rite of passage, pretty much. It's like yeah, unless yes. you're an Ohio person that goes to Michigan, like Charles Ro- Woodson. Uh, no, no. There's that. <laughs> I mean, I remember uh, Trey Burke. I think Trey mm-hmm. Burke. You guys remember Trey Burke, who went to Michigan? Yeah, I think he was shooter. A, yeah. Oh, he, oh, he was great. He was a great college player. He didn't amount Played to for any, the Knicks now. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't amount to anything in the NBA, but nah, he's, not he's, he's not bad. He's not bad, but yeah, player. it's it's he's not like. Like everybody expected him because he was so great. I think he was a national player of the year in college and took him to a Final Four one year. And like you didn't, it, it's like a lot of people expected. I think a little bit more, and I think a lot of it was because of how good he was in college. But yeah, he, he he's got had a decent uh, like when the Knicks kind of just decided to blow it up and just t- kind of sort of tank. He kind of got a lot more opportunities. So yeah, he's yeah. There, there's actually a lot of those guys who actually decide. You know what? Yeah, Columbus, and then they get recruited by Michigan, and they go there. So, yeah, maybe not so much people in Columbus. So, 
It's an, it's an, it's an interesting rivalry. It really is. I was Sam. Who's your hates, man? Most of them are college teams. Uh, I will say that kind of down on the list would be sort of a combination of either the Vikings or the Bears. I mean, they can kind of trade obnoxious obnoxiousness uh, just depending on where the game is. Uh, oh, that's right. You're a Packers man. That's yeah, right. I forgot. I do like yep. the Packers, mm-hmm. but it's, it's tough. You should because, hate them. Well, yeah. I mean, but the Packers, you know, have been have been for the most part dominating that division for the last mm-hmm. twenty years. So. Mm-hmm. You know, it's tough. It's not like like Vikings fans probably have so much hatred for the Packers and Bears fans probably have so much hate for the for the Packers, but it doesn't always go the opposite way. But, you know, those two teams can uh, really get under my skin. But then in terms of, like, college sports in the Big Ten, Ohio State, because they're tough to beat and they're just – they're a wiggly worm. Like, they're they're always slipping out of your – <laughs> They're always slipping out of your hands. You think you got to win against them and, and then, you know – they they escape with a. You know, I can't a tell you how. Win. I can't tell you how excited Sam was and wanted to rub it in my face when Iowa destroyed yes. Ohio State. Yes, right? like seriously, they it pinned him down. They it, pinned it was, down the wiggly worm. It, it and they, was and they delivered a, the the beating. It was like the longest the four or five hours of my life, and I was uh, like, uh, and, uh, uh, and you know what? I deserved it because hey. Ohio State got their butts handed to them. I'm it still was, watching the highlights. Oh yeah, no, you no, you probably have it like oh, embedded yeah. in your skull. And wasn't that game delayed uh, by weather? Mm, no, no, I, I, think I, so. I, I think I know which. I think it was the Penn State Michigan State yes. game. Yeah, oh, that, okay. that was, that was yeah. the one that got delayed by like three hours. Yeah. yeah. I remember that because it was just like, yeah, you think you're turning on a different game and all of a sudden, wait, why is Penn State-Michigan State still going Spe- on? Speaking of Michigan State, though, definitely the football and basketball programs D'Antonio always brings this like similar physical style play. And then, of course, Izzo, his teams are also tough to beat. You go up to the Breslin yeah. Center, expect to get drilled by like 30 points. Yeah, it's true. Happens a lot. That's true. Hey, speaking of the Big Ten, uh, Link, did you see Paterno by any chance? The I HBO have not had a chance to watch it. Joe no, Paterno, not, it's called no, Paterno. No, yeah, I have not had a chance to watch it yet. I've been trying to. I've been meaning to. Played by Al Pacino. The great Al. That's Paterno. Yeah, I saw trailers for it. I need to watch it too. I heard it was really. Jeez, good. you didn't. Nobody saw it. I was saying, Mister Big Ten, you didn't watch Paterno. I haven't seen it yet. I don't have HBO. I want to watch the Andre the Giant documentary as well. I saw that as well. You didn't see that? No, I haven't seen him yet. And, and <laughs> you're watching a whole lot of TV. The Paterno, <laughs> the Paterno. No, uh, but I, I, that's a homework assignment. Of course. Well, no, yeah. no. I, like I said, it's, I've Trust been me. to do it. I just haven't got in front. You of You guys it, know man. me as a wrestling fan. I need to watch that too. <laughs> I just, I, I, need uh, to I hate wrestling. Right? I, I, I'm sorry. No, I, no, I no. I, you've made it. No, I'm I know not a lot of people like it, and I'm not. You know, no, I know. I'm not. It's just not my thing, right? No, I got you. So I'm not trying to offend anyone who likes it. It's just not my thing. But I'm just giving you perspective. I hate it. I I don't like wrestling. But I love that Andre the Giant documentary. I couldn't stop I couldn't stop watching it. That's what I heard. Like it's, it was it, an it's, incredible. It's tremendous, yeah, from what I've heard. It was all like and it's funny because you can relate to this to some degree. Because his size was such a big deal. Now, right. he was bigger than you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's way bigger than I am. Yeah, but so I, I he was like seven two, seven mm-hmm. three, and he weighed close to five hundred pounds. Right. So even at your even at your biggest, no. Did you even you even come close? You were what like three fifty? No, my biggest I got to four hundred at one time. 
Okay, so yeah. you were, but still, you know, imagine and now. Um, th- think about that. You got you got close to four hundred. Mm-hmm. Imagine now tacking on another hundred. Oh, I couldn't imagine because I know how I, I felt at, at, at that spot. So that's why I had to do something about it. But I, yeah, I can definitely relate to 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 the story about Andre Giant, and I was a big fan of his when I was growing up. I was I used to watch wrestling. That was my Saturday in the pastime, along with uh, roller derby and and and, and kung fu theater. That was my set in, in, in Saturday morning cartoons. Kung Fu Theater. <laughs> you remember Kung I Fu remember Theater? Kung, I do. Yeah. I do remember yeah. Kung yeah. Fu Theater. Yeah. The uh, But DeAndre the Giant, there was, it was funny because you, you had huge hands and huge mm-hmm. feet. Mm-hmm. So he wore size 24, I think mm-hmm. they said. Mm-hmm. What, what size are you? Oh, you're 18. You, you're 18. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and maybe he wore a size 23. And like they showed a, a a beer can in his hand, and it was like ridiculous. It looked like a child's a child's cup. Yes. <laughs> oh, I know it all too well. So they all have these like these anna- like these um all, all the all the announcers like these corny mm-hmm. announcers, mm-hmm. and like so they would put their hands next to his, mm-hmm. and it was like you know it was it was unbelievable. It really was. It was crazy. Like just how much bigger he was. No, I he definitely want to see it. I might. I might. Like, well, actually, he got a busy day today, so maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. He would drink. They said at minimum, like his minimum, he would down a case and and like nothing. But usually, he would average one hundred and twenty beers. Damn, can't imagine one hundred and twenty. Like it would be nothing for him to drink one hundred and twenty beers. <laughs> and it sit and it sit. I mean, one hundred and twenty beers at one that. time. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I was Sam and his buddies didn't even do that at their bachelor party when they camped out at the the, the, the cabin. So they didn't even didn't drink that much. Did you guys? Did you guys? Did, how many guys were you? I was Sam. Ah, uh, let's see. There was like six of us or something. Six or seven. We so, drank a lot of beer, come, but not not anywhere. Not one hundred twenty cans. The tank known as Andre the Giant. A hundred and twenty beers. Imagine that. Oh, man. So then, it was funny. They showed his ring. And so one of these guys, normal guys, whatever, mm-hmm. tried on the ring. And the ring, this dude got four fingers inside the ring. <laughs> Sounds about right. It was like unbelievable. You're like, yeah. like just the sheer size. So then, of course, they they, they reference his Johnson. <laughs> and they go... Well, the man wore a size twenty four or whatever. <laughs> the guy's the guy's hands were, you know, three mm-hmm. times the size of a normal man's hands. Mm-hmm. What do you think? <laughs> it was hysterical. Oh my god. Great. They did a great they did a uh great job with it. Might now the paterno thing was different. Okay. Well yeah, obviously the, the story's the, different. Right? I, right. The paterno Al Pacino was masterful as Joe Paterno. Does he? Does he nail but, the voice? The, no, he doesn't. Because you no, know, when really. I saw previews of that, uh, he, he doesn't speak in many of them. In many of the previews, the scenes. So I was like, okay, does he get? Does he get the P- Paterno voice down? They kind of place Paterno as though the light is flickering upstairs. So not full on Alzheimer's, but they, but. They play him like he's in and out of consciousness. Right. 
Like he's all 84 type of thing. But it's so amazingly depressing. Oh, it's such a hor- it's such a horrific story. So basically, Pacino is portrayed. Uh, I mean, uh, Paterno, Paterno is portrayed by Pacino as this guy completely in denial, mm-hmm. denial, 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 and worse, allowing the institution. So you know, trying to save the institution over children right abused children and it really was it was awful it was a it was a really depressing film it really was all right uh on that note sorry ralph uh we need you to come in and 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 lighten it up for us well you know you talk about 120 beers and it makes me think of you know like a pro football game you know how 120 beers usually ends up at a at a football game guys how Field and I got hit in the eye with a snowball, and I happened to catch the person who did it, and I, I lost my composure. I did something wow. that was very unorthodox for me. I went up in the stands to confront the person. At that particular point, I got hit by a number of other snowballs, and then I got surrounded by a bunch of rowdy fans, drunk fans, and I just, I just lost my temper. There Ralph, you go. Did, did, you just go there? Awesome. did you just go there, Ralph? Really? I just want, tried to raise the mood. Really? Since we're talking about hate. For and those of us who did not know, that was my that was my time. I went to stands in Denver. Wow, I can't believe you played that. I tried to raise the mood a little bit. Well, you're right. We are. We we are going down a road. Hate. Yeah, hate. So drunkenness. As bad as that Penn was, State Link, scandal. That's better than Penn State. <laughs> Very angry, Ralph. I, I I would agree with that. I think that's a good. It's a great move by you, Ralphie. You know, I just I I I, I had to do something. To you bring had it to back. be an Andre the Giant. Like you probably, did. You watch wrestling. I watched enough wrestling, yeah. I like yeah, Andre I could, the Giant. You, gotta, you have to see the documentary. You'll love it. No, I, I intend to. Uh, that should be coming up in the next week. All right. Uh, Fill us in, pal. Friday, the big star in the Major League Baseball Diamonds is Garrett Cole. 14 strikeouts in just seven innings pitched. He has uh, already had more double-digit strikeout games this year than he had all of last year. He used to beat Texas 3-2. Boston, 11-2 on the season after they beat Baltimore 7-3. The Red Sox matching the start of the 1918 team that won the World Series. And hopefully that won't be the case for you. Speaking of hot, how about the New York Mets? They won their ninth straight. They outscored Milwaukee 6-5. Todd Frazier a couple of home runs. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And I know how excited you are for the start of the NBA playoffs. Yes! You're even more excited for the NFL draft. I know that's the case. And everyone's talking about drafting for need. This is what Bill Belichick said on Friday, talking about drafting for need. You take a player to position that you like so-called need, but he's not good enough to fill that need, then you just, it's a wasted pick. So... I don't understand the whole need thing. I understand player value, and that's what we try to go by. Drafting for need, I guess, is just like Snapface. <laughs> I love it, Ralphie. That's great stuff, brother. I'm not on Snapface and all that. <laughs> we got Snapface and a young Lincoln Kennedy in the same trending. Wow. That's yeah. that's incredible. Can't great work by Ralphie. That's nice. Forgot all you about sound good. You sound, you sound you sound cool too. Lincoln, it is right up there in one of my highlights of being able to have shared with you. 
Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. That's beautiful. <laughs> we are the fellas. We come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right. Uh, you're just joining us. And we have spiraled. We've gone from in and out of the NBA playoffs to hate because of my Boston Celtics hate to the documentaries of the Andre the Giant and the movie biopic. And it really wasn't a biopic. It was a it was paternal at the end. And it was supremely depressing. Now I, I need Here's what I need, because no one has seen either of these things. Now, I'm making a point to watch it, because thinking, you know, it might be a topic of conversation. Right, right. But it was funny, because no one watched it on my local show either. I said, all right, guys, did uh, who watched the Paterno? Crickets. <laughs> who watched Andre the Giants? Crickets. I'm like, you guys, am I the only one? And it's funny because it, it, I love that stuff. You know, it's, you know, it's movies and documentaries. It's, I love, I love that stuff. But anyway, if someone did see it, either of these two, and like to fill in the guys, Triple M, what's the number? 877-99 on Fox. Now, you know we don't do a lot of it here. Yep, we don't. But when we do, it, it means something. You're right. We so open up the important. phone call. We open up the phone calls, the phone lines for a reason. Correct. There is always a reason. Correct. Once again, the phone number? 877-99 on Fox. If, for those of you uh, who need the actual numbers, 877-996-6369. Here you go. So if you saw either of the two and would like to chat about it, give us a ring, and I'm curious about that. Um, but addition, it is the NBA playoffs, and it is we went through Boston and Milwaukee, and thus far we all like Milwaukee, we all like Boston. Yep. I was saying, did you give your pick on Boston? Uh, yes. Uh, and you pick, you chose Boston as well. Yes, I did. So it's unanimous. We all chose the Celtics. Now, remember we play this game. You have to have the right amount of games, correct? Yeah, and I don't think uh, I don't think any of us actually gave games. Actually, I, I want to give. I said you, Celtics and six. Yeah, I, I think Celtics. I think Lincoln gave games. The rest of us did not. All right, I'll give you Celtics and six as well. Okay, you uh, you go. I was Sam. Need a little music there, I guess. You know, I like that as well. Uh, Celtics in six, just because they're so depleted. If they're at full strength, maybe it'd be in five. So I'll say in six. I like that. All right. Triple M. I'm going to say six as well. I wanted to go seven, but I, I just the inconsistency of Milwaukee, I just don't trust it. So yeah, give me the Celtics in six. All right. There you have it. Next up on the dock, it will stay in the east. And we're going to give you the top seed Toronto Raptors against the Wizards. 
Now, if you're just joining us, the Wizards are going to be without um, one of their shooters. In fact, <clears throat> they get Wall back, so it's a huge deal. They're not like a traditional eighth seed, but they lost Jody Meeks, who plays about 15 minutes in reserve, but he can shoot the ball. They lost him to the PED, suspended for 25 games. But they're still not a typical eight seed. And they face a Toronto team that's got a lot of work to do. Because the, the, the mark on Toronto is that they're lumpers. And that they're not going to get out of the East. So right off the bat, Link, they face a difficult test in Washington. Look, I think the Raptors got the best bench in the NBA, um, uh, and they know how to play. They played well during the regular season. But we've seen historically in the past that they've had their troubles in the postseason. Uh, with that being said, as you, this is not a typical 1-8 matchup. I think I think the Wizards are going to give them something. So I, I'm thinking this series is going to go 7. I think Raptors taking 7. Final game in, up there in the in Raptors the in, in 7! We are the North! Wow! I was saying. I'm not going to be original here yet again. I'm going to say, uh, man, you know, I'll say the Raptors in six. I think this is a good opponent for them to, if they, you know, they had to finish with a great, is it the best record in the East? Um, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, they're, they got to prove that they're, they can go, uh, uh, far in the playoffs here and yeah. you know, also beat Cleveland in the East. Yeah. That's a big thing because yeah. they have not nice. been able to do that this year, especially. No, you're right. So I'll say, in, uh, I'll say it's six. Six, all right, Triple M? Yeah, I, I was, I, I'm really intrigued by this series because like you said, Ann, the Wizards are not a typical eighth seed. Yes, they've been struggling, but that backcourt against DeRozan and Lowry, that's going to be fun, man. I, I can't pick the Wizards in this situation. I, I think Toronto's had a really great season. Like Link said, they have a really awesome bench. So I'll take the Raptors in six, but this is going to be interesting. This, is, this might get a little dicey. That first game tomorrow is going to be really telling how this series is going to go. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, For today, excuse me. Yeah, it could be a little vulnerable. They could be a little bit vulnerable today. Um, yeah, first game's always weird. It's like the feeling out yeah. process, and especially considering the way that Toronto, not not Toronto, considering the way Washington ended the season losing to Orlando with a bunch of guys sitting down. That's kind of an embarrassing way to end their season. So you, you never know. All right, well, we will go through the games uh, today and tomorrow at the end of the show, we'll give you our selections. But this is just our series selections. And uh, I, too, have Toronto. I have Toronto in five. So give me the Raptors in five. So we'll come back and uh, we'll get through the rest of the NBA series, look at the playoffs, how it shapes up. Lots to do, fellas, on Fox. Anybody want to feel that? Fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, hanging out with you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios in Los Angeles. We get ready for the NBA playoffs. The playoffs upon us. A lot of fun, man. Out west, a very interesting series. Portland and New Orleans. Now, it's guard versus Anthony Davis. Can guard play Lillard McCollum versus Anthony Davis? It's going to be a great series. I like Portland to win this one. And uh, I think Portland will win this one pretty easy. I'll say Portland in five, Lincoln. Well, I'll tell you what. 
It, it, no doubt it's interesting. Uh, I, I like, obviously, the, the, the guard play of the Trailblazers, but I think the way that Anthony Davis guards the rim is going to really affect their driving skill, driving in and dish, dishing out. Uh, more importantly, I don't think they have anybody to stop him on the defensive end. So I think I think this one is going to go the distance as well. I like Blazers in seven. Wow, Blazers in seven. That's interesting. Blazers. Let's see, I think uh, I think Nurkic uh, is can play a little bit. Well, I mean, look, the Blazers do play defense. They play on both ends, but I don't think I don't think he could stop uh, Anthony Davis. Well, I'm not going to stop him, but yeah. you know. Match now. It was funny. I was talking to my cousin Link, and we were talking about the future of Anthony Davis. And is he ticketed? Is it a foregone conclusion he goes to Boston? Look, it, it would be a shame to see such a talent. You know, it kind of reminds me of the Kevin Garnett situation when he was with Minnesota. You yes. know, you have such a talent there, and until he goes somewhere else, he won't probably won't win a championship. I don't think New Orleans gets to a championship or wins a championship, even though you get a better play out of guys like Drew Holiday and, and so on and so forth. And who knows what happens with the future of Boogie Cousins? Um, but I, to me, but that it's, doesn't it's work. Those, like Anthony Davis and Boogie Cousins doesn't work. Well, I mean, look, it, it, there, there's something to be said, admired about the ideal of having the, two, the twin towers in there. Represent yeah, not today's just, game, though. Not yet. Yeah, I mean, it is a different game. So I, I think he has to go somewhere else. But it's just where? Where does he land? You know, well, I, I know mean, where he lands. I, I tell you, I'll tell you his destination. Celtics. Yep, they've got the most to trade for them. They got they've got the most potential to trade. Oh for Oh my god! Like that. I mean, they got. They're, they're either getting Anthony Davis or Kawhi Leonard. That's that's who they're yes. getting. They're they're yes. getting they're getting one of those two. Like you, you, you can mark it down. That's happening. Like, and I that, think it's that, Anthony Davis. If it, if it's Anthony Davis, look out. And that's dangerous. <laughs> that's dangerous. Yeah. Because think All about right. it, right? The Anthony Davis provides something that they don't have, which is a big that big man. Right. right. And he does so many things as a, like he's got guard skills. It, it's it's crazy what that guy can do at seven feet tall. It's unbelievable. No, it's true. It's true. He's 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 incredible. Now, the Celtics, like you said, have all kinds of assets. Mm-hmm. So they can trade for them. Draft picks and players, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, they could trade Tatum. Yeah. Yeah. They could trade Tatum. They could trade. They've got like a couple picks down the line. I mean, even yes. though they traded the Brooklyn pick to the, the Cavs, like they, they've got stuff to deal. They could trade Brown. I mean, they, I mean, Rozier's had a really nice season. Like they've got pieces. Like it, it, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, I, I I agree. Um, and then look at the East. You would have Boston, Hayward coming back, mm-hmm. Kyrie and Anthony mm-hmm. Davis. Mm-hmm. Pretty nasty, and still a, still a ton of youth on that roster. Yeah, yes, and probably still not as good as the Sixers because <laughs> the Sixers. We're going to be talking about that that battle for the next five to ten years. Yeah, get, exci- could- get excited! Like this is coming from me being the Cavs loyalist and LeBron fan. Like when LeBron, des- if he does decide to go to the Sixers, I'm not ready to anoint that yet. But man, that's going to be a-, a war for the next five to ten years. Yeah, it's going yeah. to be. But the thing here's the—I th- mean, it's funny because you know th- those two super teams. Then you figure out whether it's LeBron, it's Kawhi. 
you know, Clay Thompson decides to come. I mean, there's a, they have all the free aid, they have all the cap space. Yeah. And did you see Fultz? Fultz has come along, played really yeah. well. Yeah, he's, he's starting to come, come to his own. That's, yeah. that's, that's a, a pleasant surprise as well. Which makes them really, really scary. Mm-hmm. But for now, we, uh, I like Portland. I got Portland in six. Okay. Lincoln, you have, uh, Portland and New seven. Orleans or Port- Portland no, seven? No, Portland seven. I think it goes the distance. I think it, it goes the distance. Uh, so I like seven. All right. Uh, Triple M? I've got uh, the Blazers in five in this series. All right. I was Sam? I like uh, Portland in six. How about that? All right. There you go. There you have it. More of the NBA playoffs and Des Bryant coming up on the fellas. Oh, welcome back, 8 o'clock hour. We got playoffs. Playoffs. Start today. Uh, The NBA. Oh, this is awesome. A full slate. Four games today. Four games tomorrow. It's a hoop weekend. Now, we are the fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So we've been going through the series. Thus far, we did two in the East. We are both, all four of us, have Toronto and the, uh, we all have Toronto and the Celtics. And then we just did the West and we all have Portland, uh, surviving against New Orleans. Uh, during the break, I was just talking to, to Triple M. Triple M posed an interesting question. Lincoln, what if New Orleans had Boogie healthy? Could they beat Could they beat Portland? Yes. I mean, look, I think could it's a toss-up right now. Could they get to the right finals now. against no, no, Houston? No, 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 no. I don't Not think the finals, but the, the conference finals. I think they'd oh. be an, an extremely entertaining team with I mean, those They'd be two. Tough, tough to exit. There's no doubt about right. it. Right, yeah. I mean, to me... When I was looking up at the standings with like two weeks, two, three weeks ago, I was amazed that they didn't fall off after Boogie tore his his Achilles. Like, it it speaks to the greatness of Anthony Davis. It really does. I mean, some of their role players like uh, Drew Holiday and uh, Etwan Moore and some of these other guys stepped up big time when they needed him. And they got Nikola Mirotic in a a trade, and he's been big for them. So it, it really speaks to the greatness of Anthony Davis. Yes, he he's had some injury bugs, but he's he's been able to stay healthy and lead them. Like it really speaks to the greatness that they were able to get a six seed. Like that's amazing to me because I honestly thought that they were going to fall out when Boogie tore his Achilles. Well, Anthony Davis has had a play has had an M- MVP caliber season, and if he was on any other team in the West, he would get he would probably have a, a few more nods towards that uh, that that, uh, that trophy. Um, and I agree with you. I, I think it's a toss up right now as it stands. I mean, you cannot discount Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum in the backcourt for Portland and what they've done this season. But a lot of things that they do are going to are going to clash what what the Pelicans can can as far as defend. Now, whether or not they could put up enough points on the other side is 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 a thing because you know, as I said, Portland can defend the ball well as well. But um, this is going to be a great series. If Boogie was there, I, I'd give him a I'd give him the edge. I'd say they beat Portland. But you know, as it is, it's still a toss up. That's why I said seven. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think the game has changed, and I don't think Twin Towers works. Well, I mean, look, if you here's the thing: if you could, 
negate some of those threes or if you have an off shooting night. I mean, I, I, I know what you're saying, small ball, but I still believe in the power of a big. And the fact is that Boogie and, and both Anthony Davis can stretch teams or force their bigs to come out and defend them or, you know, uh, slow down the game at least, or you're not so much in transition ball and you're being hurt by trying to keep up by shooting threes. Uh, I, I think it still can work. Um, Anthony Davis is just one of those players that's just been all around. And besides, he guards the rim well. So what 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 you know Portland likes to do is drive and kick out. Drive. I think he affects that. I think he affects those layups and those those quick easy baskets that Lillard and McCollum have been getting over the past season. All right. Uh, the other story involving the NBA. We're going to get get to it. Um, get to the rest of the series coming up shortly. But one of the other big stories is the Knicks and the vacancy after Jeff Hornacek was fired. Now, who do they hire? There's two very big names out there. Do they make overtures to Jeff Van Gundy and try to bring Jeff Van Gundy back to his rightful place where he coached the Knicks? Or do they go do they go about 80 miles south and try to steal Jay Wright and back up the truck to Jay Wright and say, hey, Jay, come to the NBA. Here's a blank check. I think they throw money at Jay Wright to see if they, if they can entice him because he's he's new, he's hot, he'll draw a lot of attention uh, and, and be good if they're able to get him in New York. But I have a feeling they're going to go Mark Jackson. Or, yeah, Mar- and Mark Jackson's the other one, yeah. yep. I have a feeling. Mark that, Jackson, that, that, the other that, one. I, I think uh, the only issue with the Mark Jackson is that the rumors are still circulating that he wasn't a pleasant person in the in the office. Yeah, you know, which is weird. Like, I got to know Mark real well when I was in yeah. New York, and, and mm-hmm. he was actually, he had just left New York and went to Indiana mm-hmm. and was with the Pacers. And he and I kind of pat around. He loved the fact that, because I used to work for the Post, Mm-hmm. So he would talk smack, and I would write it. Mm-hmm. And he loved being on the back page and creating a star because he, you know, St. John's, St. Right. John's, New York. You know that was him, and New York through and through. New York guard, you know those New York guards. So, I, you know, it's funny because I look at him, and I loved him. I thought he'd always be a really good coach. I guess he was pretty acerbic, and I guess that was his downfall. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's that was the rumors that came out of Golden State, and and then you can imagine if they were true, if that if that held any weight, then how would he work with Phil in New York? Yeah, two yeah. very strong personalities. But I, I still think I I still think it's a move they they I don't think they make men's with Van Gundy. I think they go they throw the they throw a Brinks truck at right, and if they can't get him, they fall back on Jackson. So no, Je- no Jeff Van Gundy. Uh, How come? There's something. There's something because of all the vacancies that have been around the league over the years. There's something. There's there's a reason why Van Gundy hasn't gotten back into it. And maybe he's been holding out for New York. I don't. I don't know. But but I just I I I sense that when it's in the blood, like it isn't with him and his brother, he belongs in that spot. He belongs in that place to be a coach. And why has it been this long? I know Mark Jackson wants to get back into it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Um, I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. um, 
I, I just think he is. I think he would be a great choice for him. He 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 relates to players. Now, I know he's co- he's coaching the USA basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he's a he's a really good coach. I got to tell you. Oh, I agree. I agree. But I just I just wonder why he hadn't been back in it since. Because doing yeah. things like USA basketball and I think he didn't he help out with the Olympics. Um, I'm not sure, but 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 doing things yes. like that, I, you know that it's 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 in his blood. You can see that he wants to do it. I'm surprised yes. he hasn't been been back sooner or hasn't been. Well, you know, he said, and, and, and he said, I've heard him talk about this, where there's been jobs he's wanted and he didn't get, and then there was right. jobs that he was offered and he didn't want. He didn't want. Right. It's, it's got to be the right job for you. Certainly. I remember covering him. It's amazing how the world works. In in the early to mid-90s, he first came on the scene supplanting, it was mid-90s, supplanting Pat Riley. Mm -hmm. Pat goes to Miami, of course, and uh, in my paper, every day at the top, they call him Pat the Rat. And so uh, Pat goes to Miami, and I love Riley, so, um, and then they hire Van Gundy. And... You know, it's funny because he was the complete opposite of Riley. Riley, you know, beautifully dressed, impeccable, handsome, the whole thing. And then there was Van Gundy, who was, he looked like a history teacher, right? (laughs) And he he still drove, at that time, he still drove a Honda Civic. Because that was his car, and he felt no need. To drive anything but his Honda Civic, which I right. respected, kind of. But um, I, I, it's interesting. Jay, if you're Jay, do you go there? Now, you go there. Remember, there is no Phil Jackson, so it's you know it's wide open in the office. The personality speaks. You know what I mean? You hire a big-name yeah. coach, he's going to want to take it over, Steve Mills. I don't leave him, Jay. I like the college situation. I got to go for a couple more years. You stay. But New York is New York is hard to turn down, though, man. The lights, Madison Square Garden. Are you kidding me? That's big time. Yeah, it is. It is. That's what I'm saying. Like you know, you put you bring the Knicks. Now it takes you forever, but if you bring the Knicks back to prominence, you bring basketball back to New York, back to Manhattan. I guess it depends on the situation of what they've got in store. I mean, you know, you know, you got Kristoff, but you got to surround him. You know, who can you make a play for? I mean, uh, free agent or, or you're going to have to build up through the draft. Yeah. You, you're Jay Wright. Do you, you take your guard? You, you, you know, you, you, you take Brunson, you come out and take Brunson. You know, what do you do? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. But, like, you know, Porzingis. <laughs> Porzingis. <laughs> Porzingis. There's your DJ. Yeah. But do you? Uh, I I don't know. If I'm Jay, how much is how much would can I not? How much can I turn down? Like, what's the number where I have to accept it? Where's he at right now? What does he make now? I, I'm going to hazard to say four. I don't even Triple think it's that? four. I think it's three. Triple M. Who's the highest paid coach in the NBA? I you know, no, I, I was actually, well, I was actually actually looking up NCAA to find Jay Wright here first. So give me one second. Uh, Jay, I believe he's Jay Wright's just a shade under three million. Yeah, he's making about two and a half, two and a half. Okay. Yep. 
And I don't know what NBA coaches are making these days. What's what's Van Gundy making up in Detroit? I'm sure they gave him a pretty chunk of change to get him up there. Um, so I don't know. I don't know the number. It's it's tempting, but there's a but the but the Knicks are there's a lot of work to be done, and you you're not going to be good for a while. And I don't know if I mean I don't know if you're even if they throw a ton of money, twelve million dollars or something. Like, I'm just throwing a number out there. They throw twelve million dollars. How long is it going to take for for him to make the Knicks viable? It's going to take a while. Yeah, I know. I know. I I I, I, I hear you. It's a tough job, but you know. So right now, mm-hmm. let's look at the. Uh, here you go. The highest paid coaches. You have it, uh, Triple M. I'm looking at it, and it's got to be Popovich. No, yeah, it's Popovich. Uh, this is this is this is actually kind of further back. I was trying to find one source that was closer, but this was like as far back as about a year ago. He was making eleven, geez, eleven million dollars, man. Well, okay, so that's, are you no, serious? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have to double check on this, but you you also got to remember he he's got personnel control. He's literally running the whole thing, pretty much over there. That's why Van Gundy got paid so much too. Yeah, it's like they got personnel. Like when you when you give these coaches, and I've never liked it. You give these coaches personnel ability. There's only certain people that can work with it. Popovich and Belichick in the NFL are the only guys that I can think of that ever have been able to have the personnel control in addition to coaching the team. It just doesn't work. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. All right, uh, sit tight. We'll continue to go over these series. And um, like, let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Why do I want to call Deb? Because you want to rub it in. Your anti-cowboy wants to rub it in. And you want to wake up the lovely Deb Carson to tell her to, to, to see how she feels about losing Dez. Even though most cowboy fans will tell you they, th- they thought it was a foregone conclusion. Right. They thought it was, thought it was right. Because they're going to go after somebody in the draft, rightfully so. Hmm. I think we should Enough call her. Series to go after. <laughs> I think we should call I want to wake her up. Hi, Deb! <laughs> Lovely Deb Carson we're talking about, of course. Right oh, here on boy. Fox Sports Radio. We are the fellas. Don't go away. Great news. There's a quick way that you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. We are the fellas. He's Anthony Gargano. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. Having a little fun. Talking about basketball playoffs and talking about possibilities or some prominent names, what's going to happen in New York as far as their coaching decision goes. and. And, uh, and then we're some of the players. And so it's going to play off implications are going to have way heavily on free agency, obviously, for the following season and, of course, the draft. Uh, yes. and, and, and then, then we're getting to our uh, playoff predictions as well. So I, I got to tell you, I, I'm so excited for today, like completely thrilled for today. Mm-hmm. I, and it's because this playoffs, these playoffs, are different than in years past. We, we touched on it a couple times this morning, but and Triple M, you said it too. You know, this isn't Golden State, uh, Cleveland a lock for a third time. If you remember last year, like we, there was a couple good games early in the first round, right. but the second round was a joke, yeah. and so was the Eastern Conference Finals and the Western right. Conference Finals. Yeah. We knew it was going to be Golden State Cleveland. There was people right. turning away from these games and going to. I remember at some point, like some Food Network show was like trending yeah. on Twitter because nobody wanted to watch. Like some of these games, even as a Cavs fan, 
Like as a Cavs fan, some of those early games against the Celtics were an embarrassment. Like it was embarrassing. Yes. The only close game in that series, I well, I think I think three and four, but three three was close because that was a game winner at the buzzer. I remember it was Avery Bradley that rolled about on six sides of the rim, and then game four was interesting because LeBron picked up like three fouls early in the game, but the rest of that series was a joke. Like it wasn't even close. Yeah, yeah I know. I know, it really was. All right, uh, let's do this. Let's uh, continue going through the series. Uh, I was Sam. Can I have the music, please? Thank you much. Let's stay out west, and let's take a look at Jazz and Thunder, which has the makings of a really, really good series. This, oh, man, I can't wait for the series. <laughs> I can't wait for the series. Because once again... There is something a little off. I love Russ, man. Let me tell you, he's one of my favorite guys to watch. I love watching him play ball. And these people are crazy. When they were talking about a triple-double and the 20-rebound game, and oh my God, he's starting stats and this and that. He's a great, great, great player. And like, forget he's a guard. He's a guard grabbing 20 boards and all those triple-doubles. He averaged a triple-double for a season. But again, you know, it's tough because he's not really matched up, and I don't think PG fits with them. Agree. Agree. I, I, I think it's just, you know, this is almost like a stepping stone. I think PG ends up out in Los Angeles. I think he wants to go back home. But in this series, you know, what we've seen, and, and it's interesting because it seems that Russell Westbrook has better chemistry with Steven Adams than he does with Paul George or Carmelo Anthony. Um, I agree with that. I completely um, agree with that. And so, what now? You see how this plays into this this series with a healthy Rudy Gobert. The Jazz are are darn good defense in the NBA, and he can clog up the middle. And 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 still, you know, Stephen Adams takes that little button hook or that little jump shot. I think Gobert can 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 deny that as well. This is going to be another series that's going to. It's it's almost a coin flip. As much as I love Russell Westbrook, I think that the, what the Jazz have been able to do have been on a tear. I'm going to go Jazz in seven as well. I hear you, man. I do. I like the Jazz in this thing. I, I really do. This Jazz team, you know, they're good. Donovan yeah. Mitchell's side. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good squad. <laughs> They play defense. They're unheralded. So, all right, I got the I got the Jazz too. I'll get to take Utah in six. Oh, all right. Well, who you got there, Triple M? I love this first round matchup, but I I also need to throw this out there. You guys remember the Warriors' last game where they lost by forty? They were tanking. They didn't want to face either one of these teams because either one of these teams would give them trouble in the second round. Or even go, uh, Oklahoma City, if they wouldn't have been winning the rest of their games, maybe they would have matched up with them in the first round. Both these teams are good. I was having a discussion with one of our, our producers here who's a diehard Utah Jazz fan, and the way I break it down is you look at these teams. Oklahoma City on paper has more talent, but I think Utah is the better team. And I, I I still can't get over that Utah is a better team than they were last year, and they lost Gordon Hayward, who was consistently their best player last year. It just shows you how great Donovan Mitchell is, and he's not going to win the Rookie of the Year. 
Like he's had a phenomenal. He should. I mean, by by the letter of the law, according to you, Lincoln. Yes, and it's it's so hard for me to divide. Uh, I'm I'm so no. Listen, I'm going to let you guys debate that because I'm so on the fence about it. Because there's an argument for both of them, and it's so hard for me to pinpoint which one is. Because Ben Simmons has done amazing things, but Donovan Mitchell, like you just don't see rookies come in and average twenty points a game. Like what he's been able to do and lead them to. A top seed in the West is unbelievable, but I'm, I'm rambling on here, but I'm going to say the Jazz win this in seven because, like I said, I think they're the better team over the talent of the Oklahoma City Thunder. All right. I was Sam. You know, I'll be a bit of a contrarian here and say uh, Thunder in seven. Yeah. Why I'll not? Like it. Tell, tell me uh, why. Are you reasoning? Maybe they do realize that their their total as a talent, or you know, their total talent, their their all encompassing talent is right there. It's it really is in Oklahoma City. So I don't know. You got you had that uh, you had uh, Carmelo Anthony saying uh, Russ is a bit of a rebound stealer. You know, something like that kind of side chatter isn't great, but ah, I don't know. I can just see the Thunder. They're just they got they have a, a stacked team. So maybe they realize it. Realize their potential. You, you know, re- rebounds are rebounds to me have always been. Uh, it, it's it's a it's an attitude. It's a desire. You have to. I mean, Very a true. good rebounder wants that ball at any cost, and he sees that ball coming off the rim as his. You have to admit when you have a guard who's in there amongst the bigs who do, who who takes that ball away. Not, nah, he's amazing. He, yeah. it, it's it's because it's pure desire. He he wants yeah. it in his hands, and then when he takes off. I mean, has, is there anybody who's faster in a shorter distance? He, no. The way he gets from coast to coast? I mean, come on now. Plus, uh, now, I will tell you this. Imagine Russell Westbrook, and now imagine if he's six foot eleven. Well, I have to imagine because I see it in Philadelphia, Ben Simmons. <laughs> I know where yes! you're going. You yes! think I know you? I know you yes! better than you know yourself. I know yeah. where you're going. I know what you're thinking before you think it. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. I was Sam. It uh, goes uh, OKC. The, that'll wrap it up. We'll go. Uh, let's get back to the East and let's start talking about the Sixers. But first, Ralphie's here to tell us what's trending. We'll get uh, get Ralphie up here. Well, the one Ralphie. thing I'll know for sure is that Russell Westbrook was a rookie his first year out of UCLA in the uh, 2008-2009 season. I do I do know that. Uh, the NBA playoffs get started today. Four games on the schedule. It'll all start at 3 o'clock Eastern with Golden State taking on San Antonio. Philadelphia will be taking on Miami. Here's Dwayne Wade. The will is the strongest that will win the series, but um, you know, from a talent standpoint, from a depth standpoint, um, you know, uh, I think we match up pretty well. Well, that's what he says. I know Joel Embiid will not be playing in Game 1. That according to the Sixers coaching staff. Toronto and Washington. Yeah, he should be back for Game 2, Ralphie. I just the, said today. That's all I'm talking yeah. about. No, I'm just giving you a little games. update. We will we will see. If he is, then he will probably be wearing his uh, mask. So. Yes, he will. Uh, New Orleans and Portland will wrap up the day's slate of games. Uh on the Major League Baseball Diamonds, Garrett Cole, 14 strikeouts in seven innings as Houston beat Texas 3-2. The Mets have won nine straight. They beat Milwaukee 6-5. Boston, 11-2 to start the season after their 7-3 win over Baltimore. 
Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And since we're talking about teams that we hated today, I just throw I thought I'd throw a little bit of hate out there. Des Bryant was released by the Cowboys. We all know this. Yes. But this tweet from USA Today Sports this morning, this is the tweet. Des Bryant still has tremendous size for a receiver. So which teams will come calling? Was he supposed to shrink because he was cut by the Cowboys? Lincoln Kennedy is my age. He's 47 years old. Lincoln, do you still have the size to be an NFL offensive lineman? Oh, yeah. Exactly. So, so so (laughs) what is this tweet saying? He still has the size to be an NFL wide receiver. Oh, he was, the, the, the tweeter was probably sleeping when he did it. <laughs> USA Today Amazing. Sports. Amazing. Just sharing uh, that with you guys. I don't, you're right on, uh, Ralphie, as usual. Right on, brother. Here he is, Ralphie, with our training. Don't forget where the fell is. We come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Bagging through the series, Lincoln, through all the series, so we're making our series selection. These are very important to the show. Absolutely. You know this, right, uh, Triple M? Yes, I do. How was the pick segment last week? Um, Actually, uh, going back to the Masters draft that we did... Um, oh, that's right. We did the Masters. Yeah, we did the Masters. Nobody and, and had I, Patrick I, Reed, right? Yeah, and, and I no Iowa Sam had I took Patrick had Reed. the first and oh, second place. Yeah. Wow. No Iowa Sam had Patrick Reed and Ricky Fowler first and second. Wow! So he crushed it. And you were in second because you had Spieth and John Rahm in the top five. Mm. And me and Link both ended up with forty-seven points because we both wow. had we had we had a fifth place finisher because there was like a three-way tie for fifth mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. It was yeah no I I because I I knew looking at the leaderboard because I knew McElroy was one of my guys and he was surging, and then I saw Reed and Fowler. I was like, wait, didn't didn't Iowa Sam have both those guys? And I looked back at the pig sheet and I was like, oh my goodness. He dominated. Clearly, I know golf better than anyone here. On this <laughs> clearly, clearly, clearly. clearly. I, Hold, I, on that, Hold on to that. Hold on to that. Iowa. <laughs> hey, Link. Could, could I don't even know if you can do this. Could he have parlayed those two to finish one two? Yeah. Can you do a two way? Can you do a two way? Or you have to go three way. Uh, no, I think it, I think it's three. I think. Yeah, I think you got to go three. So yeah, yeah, if you so let's think about this for a second. Okay. Because what what what, was, what else was going on on Sunday? So if you had the first and second place finishers in the Masters, what what, what was what else was going on on Sunday? Nothing really, because everybody was watching the Masters. Yeah, it was such yeah, a great yeah, yeah. yeah, everybody's watching the Masters, and some people who were nerd wrestling fans like myself were watching WrestleMania. But yeah, that's well, beside. That wasn't the, it that's Saturday night? That, that what WrestleMania? Yeah, wasn't no, it Saturday, no, no, it was, no, it was Sunday. It was. I think. Oh, so I think you were watching. Yeah, you were watching. Uh, no, I, I, was, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, no, yeah. I watched the Masters, and then it <laughs> bled in. It, no, it was actually kind of perfect. It kind of bled like right into WrestleMania. Yeah. Wow, that's man. that's, the, that's the rest, that's the wrestling references for the show. Tradition like <laughs> well, that and uh, our man Andre the Giant. Yep, Andre the Giant. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, very cool. Iowa Sam. Good job, Iowa. I'm just really picking names out of a hat at that point, really. Yeah, but dude, that's whatever you did. Hey, you rolled with the leader, man. A lot of people won't do that, especially. And you got one and two, right? Got one and two. (laughs) What are the odds of that? Yeah. Pretty impressive. I would give you a nice golf clap. 
I'll give myself <laughs> a golf clap. <laughs> there it is. All right, there, uh, it is, folks. Let's there stay, it is. Let's stay in the East, shall we? A tradition oh, like no other. The Masters. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. <laughs> that is still the best. Hello, friends. All right. Let us uh, stay in the East now. Another, uh, this could be pretty interesting. The Sixers, having won 16 in a row, take on the Heat. Now, no Joe in this game. No Embiid in, game one, in yeah. this game, in game one today. Uh, I'm told it's a possibility, strong possibility, that two things happen on Monday. Meek Mill is freed from jail, <laughs> and Joel Embiid plays. <laughs> Not and in he, that particular me, order, right? Well, <laughs> me, you know, Meek Mill is freed and then goes to the Sixers game. <laughs> Yay. That's my high. prediction. There you go. All there right? Go. <laughs> That's my prediction. Free All Meek. Right. All right? <laughs> and then uh, it's it's and then Joel plays. Um, again, we'll see. It's the orbital bone mm-hmm. that they had to put pins in, you know. So you know, assuming he should be, he should be okay. I actually saw him on Friday night, mm-hmm. and he looked fine. You know, he little, you know, you can see little, little tiny scars, but he looked, he looked good. He looked fine. Uh, Lincoln, get it started. Well, look, we do know this: that um, Philadelphia's best is better than Miami's best. And Miami doesn't have a true number one. Um, but they're scrappy as hell. Uh, and Eric Spolstra is going to do probably one of his best coaching jobs just to throw different looks at the Sixers to make it competitive. Even that being said, I don't know how this series goes past five because I just don't know how Miami's going to score enough uh, to, 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 to take it to Philly. If they play with their true potential, is what we've seen over these last you know, 16, 17 games, uh, out of Philadelphia, it should be a short series. I'll give Miami one game, but I think it's Philly in five. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. You know what you weird? Does this make sense to you? I could see the Heat almost winning tonight. And winning the, the first Sixers, one? Yeah, and then the Sixers winning four in a row. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like look, I, I don't know how, how it's going to go down. I As I said, I, I think the Heat are scrappy. And you you're going to have... You're going to have creative coaching. You're going to have team grit and experience that's going to come at the Sixers, especially that youthful roster that might make the series interesting. At the most, I give this series six games, but it's still going to go to the Sixers, and I just think it's going to be it, the Sixers are going to wake up and take care of business early and often. So that's why I say five. All right, I'll take the Sixers in five as well. Triple M. This is going to be a good test for the Sixers because there's there's a lot of veterans who've been down the road before. This could be Dwayne Wade's last hurrah. Like like Lincoln said, they don't have an alpha really on that team. There's a bunch of really good players, and Spolster's really done an unreal job rallying this team together and being able like because they lost Deion Waiters early in the season. So it's a good team. It's a veteran laden team. I'm going to give the Heat two games in this series. I'm going to say Sixers in six, and this is going to be a good test for them going forward because it's always nice like to get your feet wet 
and yeah. and get into some still sort, a young team, still as a young much team. As the, yeah, grow yeah. up and yeah, and get into a little bit of a war with Miami because it's 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 not going to be a cakewalk, but it's it, but it's it's going to be it's going to be an interesting series. But yeah, I, I don't think Miami wins it, but the 76ers are going to get tested a little bit. Well, I will tell you this. So you, when you look at this Sixer team, no one thought, it, it, at least in Philly, that. The Sixers would be a contender yet alone for the entire fit. conference. Yeah, let alone win fifty games. I right. mean, I, that's I mean, ridiculous like, to think. I, that. I mean, I think I had them for forty-four or something like that. Right. Yeah. I I, I thought that they would, um, you know, four or five seed type of thing. But they are they're playing so good and two great additions by Brian Colangelo, where Marco Bellinelli and Ersan Ilyasova, two shooters, and I thought. You know, that Bellinelli in particular took the pressure off of Covington, and he's able to play a lot better uh, of recent. So I think those, they're very deep. They go really 10 deep. So they're a deep, pretty deep team. What do you think, Iowa Sam? Who you got? I uh, I agree with Mike. I'm going to say the Sixers in six. Sixers in six. You got it, my friend. All right, we're going to come back and uh, continue rolling through the series. We'll take a look at the Timberwolves and the Rockets next. Then we'll look at Spurs Warriors. And then we'll look at Cleveland, Indiana as we uh, take our trip around the NBA playoffs. They begin today. Cannot wait. We are the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, welcome back. Fellas, going through the NBA series. So, it's a big, it's a, you know, out west, without staff, at least in the first round, you know, Warriors are vulnerable. Even yep. against the Spurs, who have, you know, who are outmanned and, they have no Kawhi. Link, uh, when we we look at the one complete team in the entire league, it looks like Houston, right? Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And that's probably why they're the favorite to win the West. And and would you when you look at them, I don't see much of a weakness. I mean, that with Capella playing inside, you know, with Harden CP, I didn't think that marriage would go as well as it did. That's a great tandem. I I thought it, I didn't think it would work, and the fact that Harden has elevated his play and just the addition of CP3 seems to be the missing, uh, the missing piece. Um, you gotta love the way Houston is playing, and that's why I think you know it's 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 refreshing to see a possible change. Uh, uh and it, it's not going to be you know forever. I, I think if it a healthy Golden State and a healthy uh you know Houston team in the finals would be something nice to see. Um, I just think with all the injuries that Golden State has had to deal with and overcome, um, this might be a year where they might have to shut it down early in the playoffs instead of going to the finals again. Well, it it could be interesting to see. We'll get to them in a minute. But the Rockets take on the Minnesota Timberwolves. And look, that Timberwolves team, I don't know, I kind of expected more. Was I I wrong to expect more out of Minnesota? I mean, I look at Towns and Butler and Wiggins. Jeff Teague is a credible point guard, and I don't know. I thought that they would play better ball. What's interesting to me about Minnesota is that 
Thibodeau is their coach, and they don't play good defense. No. <laughs> Which just doesn't sound right when you think about it. But I think Minnesota's a young team. They've got some pieces. They, they, they're they figuring things out. They're not your typical eight seed. It's not like they backed into the playoffs, but they're they're one of the teams in the in the West when you talk about coming down to the line, they just played basically 500 balls. So with that being said, um, you know, Minnesota has, you know, two of the top 15, what, 15 players in the league, if you will go that, that route. Um, but I just think it's too much Rockets. And the fact that they don't play defense really cannot aid them in this series. So I think Rockets in five. Rockets in five. I agree. I, I'll take Rockets in four. Sweep, sweep. sweep. Yeah, sweep, I sweep. think it's a sweep, sweep. By the way, Thibodeau, now I don't know if you can work on this, uh, Iowa Sam, but to me, his doppelganger, at least voice-wise, Sam Elliott. So if you can give me some Thibodeau and Sam Elliott (laughs) side-by-side, it's a big request, I know, but maybe down later in the show. Sure. That's possible. It can be done. It can be done. Well, you could do anything. That's yeah, supreme. We, we, Sam's we, a we wizard. That. He makes anything happen. Right. He does. He, I have supreme confidence in everything Sam does. Uh, Triple M, well, give me a selection, Houston and Minnesota. I think the reason why a lot of people, including you, expected more out of Minnesota was because they had all these guys together. But Butler literally came back like three games ago. And they, they were on the fringe, and I think Butler's injury kind of had an impact. And also, Andrew Wiggins kind of hasn't made that leap that everybody expected him to. Like, he's kind of not showing that he's not the alpha. But I was uh, wrong with Wiggins. I yeah, thought Wiggins yeah, was going to yeah, be a star. Yeah, it's, 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 kind of, yeah, it's kind of a shame because he's got so much talent. It's just he doesn't really have the desire to be the leader, and that's what sucks. Uh, I, I do think it's great for Minnesota. Congrats to our boss, Scott Shapiro. I know he's ecstatic. They hadn't been in the playoffs in 14 years. It's like The game against the Nuggets was great, and it was a great moment for the city. They've had a really nice. Uh, they've had a really nice twelve months between the Twins making the playoffs, Vikings almost making it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Now the Timberwolves. It's been and big, the Vikings getting better, right? Yeah, and the Vikings getting Kirk Cousins. That's right. I, I, I thought that was an upgrade. I thought it was a great. Oh, fantastic! Great signing in money and all. Yeah, I, I, I'm usually not in the business of predicting sweeps, and I'm almost compelled to do it in this case because the Rockets are just so good. They're just so good. Even though they lost one of their better defenders in, in Mute, I still think that they're superior. I'll say Rockets in five. They win it at home. All right. I was Sam. I like that too. Rockets in five. Yeah, I don't want to be in the business of uh, predicting a sweep, so Rockets in five. All right. Uh, there it is. There's uh, your – to stay out west, and let's – Let's get right to it. Today's first game to kick it all off. Golden State and San Antonio. It's amazing that a Greg Popovich team would be an eight seed. An eight seed. Seven. Excuse me. A seven seed. Excuse me. We're sorry we used to the Warriors Warriors dominating. Yeah, yeah. exactly. A seven seed and Mm -hmm. Golden State, the two seed. And so... no Steph first round. How vulnerable, Lincoln? I'll ask you first. Are the Warriors? I don't really give San Antonio more than two games in this series, and it's a stretch to see those two games. I still think the Warriors without Steph, with Clay Thompson and and uh, and 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 Durant and everyone else, Draymond Green. I still think they're better than the Spurs, but I, I think the Spurs have shown with Greg Popovich that they can fight and they can challenge. 
Um, and so that's why I, I think uh, I think Warriors in six. Warriors in six. I, I, I can buy it. What's going on with Kawhi, Link? He doesn't want to be there in San Antonio. I mean, what happened there? What a mystery. I, I, I think I think he got tired of the, the Popovich way and once out, and he decided to be a big baby and sulk about it. Why did he sign the contract play? then? That's my yeah. point. Why did he sign I mean, the contract? He signed it, a five-year deal. Yeah, I mean, I, I, think at, I think there was a love that Kawhi had with San Antonio initially, and then he probably figured with all the changes that are going around the NBA, for what it's worth, I love the hell out of Popovich. But he's not a big draw to bring in a big free agent. And so they're getting long in the tooth. The Marcus Aldridge thing did not work for them. It did some to some extent this year without Kawhi. But Kawhi's going to need help. And San Antonio is not a big free agent draw. Yeah, I guess. I guess. It's pretty amazing. I, I still can't believe that he is. Man, no Kawhi, man. It's weird. I don't even know where he's going to go. But all that said, I'm I'm with you. I do think I just don't think San Antonio has the firepower, right? Even with Popovich to beat or to scare Golden State, I'll say I'll say Warriors in five. Close. Every game's kind of close, but yeah. uh, I'll give them Warriors in five. Triple M Warriors in five. I, I just don't think San Antonio's got the firepower to match up. Sammy, I'm gonna say Warriors in six. All right, there you have it. We'll come back, take a look at the Cleveland series coming up next in the All-NBA Playoffs, fellas, on Fox. All right, welcome back. It's just the fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, coming to you live from the guy call Fox Sports Radio Studios. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you, NBA Playoffs upon us. We are extremely fired up. What's going to happen? It's going to be amazing. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Very excited because this is a new season. We are talking about it all morning. But it's a new season for the NBA. A new start for the NBA. This is not. Look, it could end up Warriors-Cleveland for a third time. But I doubt it. I completely doubt it. Be the fourth, excuse me, the fourth time. Thank you, Triple M. Fourth time. It's new blood. Time for whether it's the upstart Sixers, whether it's the Raptors, a team that's playing all season long with a chip. We the North. Love the We the North. Against the Rockets and James Harden. Some fascinating stuff, Big Link. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it's time for some new blood. It's time for some new blood. I think it is. I, I You know, it, it, to me, it's. I think the Warriors are still one of the best teams in the West, but the, the injuries have really proved to be uh, – provide some inconsistencies in their play, Different, just a transition. They'll be good for years to come. Don't get me wrong. They're not going anywhere. It's not like if they're not in the finals, all is lost, but – um, I'd like to see some new blood. I'd like to see some new blood represented because the playoffs are two months long. I think they're going to be stretched out. They're going to be some interesting matchups right at, at the, the beginning. Um, and if if the Warriors are if the Warriors are tested by San Antonio in any way, it proves for good conversation like we'll have on our show. But 
I, I think Houston is 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 playing well and, and definitely deserving to probably be in the finals. It'll be interesting to see who they're who they miss who they're matched up against. Yeah, I I, I got to tell you, I, this whole this whole idea of fresh blood and a new season. I don't know the it's the, the NBA man. It's on a major uptick. Mm-hmm. It's on a major uptick, man. It's it's a sport that's growing. It's young. It's it's progressive. It has a great commissioner. It's got great leadership, and and one of the reasons why it's growing is because you do see you you see a variety you you talked about Toronto being in the mix you talked about uh you know Boston's always around in some capacity but um they're still in the mix and then you talk about the Sixers the young energy um they're going to have a great series an interesting series with Miami I don't know how Miami keeps up with them cuz they just don't have that much offensive firepower but the, the in that in that series as we talked about last hour I think Spolstra and a gritty veteran savvy team are going to just Mess with the Sixers and keep it interesting. I don't see him blowing the Sixers blowing out. I don't see that series going that long, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how how fiery uh, and how much the Heat can give the Sixers. So I, I think that proves that proves big. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I got to tell you, it's it's going to be that's another thing. It's going to be pretty pretty interesting to see how they play them and you know what kind of what kind of fire play they they play some bully ball type of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, do you go do you go that route? I mean, how do you play it? Well, I mean, I do think it's going to be it's going to be a little bully ball. I think that Spolstra is going to throw a lot of look different looks at the Sixers to sort of mess up their, their especially their transition game. Um, but again, I don't I don't see how the Heat, uh, gritty and veteran savvy as, as they are, and being able to keep pace with them, they just don't have a true number one. They don't have a standout that can really take over a ball game. Um, but. Um, the playoffs to me are going to be interesting mainly because both four four versus fives in the East and West are going to be good series. I I, I think everyone deserves to see Utah play, and a lot of people don't just just missed it because they, they they were under the radar, especially when you talk about the West. But Utah's a daggone good team, and um, and I think uh, oh for what it's worth, Oklahoma City has been there before. Utah and, and Donovan Mitchell and this young team and the way they play defense. It's going to prove to be a, a good series to watch because you know there's times where Russell Westbrook seems un- unstoppable, um, but this is a good four or five matchup. As is the other four or five matchup in the East, Cleveland and Indiana. Don't be surprised if Indiana beats them. Uh, it, it could it could very well be that Indiana finds a way to beat them in a series. So you know we'll, we'll give our predictions later, but don't be surprised because four or five matchups are supposed to be close matchups. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I don't know. When I look at this Cleveland-Indiana matchup, I'm trying to figure out where this thing goes. So I like obviously I, I you know I think we all like Cleveland in the series, mm-hmm. but I don't. I still don't have a good grasp on who they are. Well, little Do LeBron you? James. I mean, right, it's LeBron but, James. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, I mean, look, you you cannot discount the best player in the game taking over games. He's done it before. You 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 have to question at his age. This is the first time he's played all eighty two games. I I definitely tip my hat at this age and as much basketball as he's played. You you've got you've got my vote right there. That's that's damn impressive. Um, and the, the pace that he plays because LeBron gives you everything he has on both sides. 
Um, and, and that, and that in, in, its, in itself is impressive. But as far as identity of team, it, it, it goes no more than, it goes no further than King James. Cause they don't, they haven't really truly established. They played better down the stretch as a team, but they really don't establish a true identity. So does this game go seven? No, I don't think this, this series goes seven. Um, the Pacers are up and coming, but they're a year away. Uh, and, and I think that, you know, even if Oladipo has his way with this defense or lack thereof on Cleveland's defense, I still think the Cavs take it in six. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, I'm with you. I, I like Cleveland in six is about right. I think you're about right. I, I you know, uh, let's go to the guys and then I want to discuss Cleveland long term. Triple M is a big time Cavs fan. What's your expectation on this series first? Well, okay, so here's the thing. As we know, and this has been a stat that's been thrown out a lot, is LeBron, I don't think, has lost a first-round series game. Not just a first-round series, a first-round series game in, I think, five years, which is just ridiculous. And as I told you guys last hour, I, I, I'm not in the business of predicting sweeps. I, I think that this is going to be a really competitive series, but... Ultimately, it gets down to crunch time. Who do you have more faith in? I have more faith in LeBron, obviously. That's not just, it's just like you, 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 he, he's just the huge X factor that puts them over the top. But this Pacers team, they played them last year. They are a vastly better team than they were last year because it was Paul George and they had a bunch of other guys surrounding him. That right. trade, like Oladipo's found new life. It's amazing to see what that team's become. And and they guard. I mean, McMillan's a great coach. He he makes them guard. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I think all five games are. I, I'm gonna go with Cavs in five. But I think all five of these games are gonna come down right down to crunch time, and it's ultimately gonna come down to the fact that LeBron James is just gonna carry the Cavs out of the series. And take now, you remember as, that series, even though it was a sweep last year. Oh, it was a close. Games no, were close. No, all four games were very close. Exactly. And and I, think, I, and I think I, that's I gonna, think yeah. I yeah, think it's going to be the same series pretty much here. Except I'll give yeah. the Pacers a game, and the Cavs close it out in five at home. Hmm. What, do you, what do you think, uh, Sammy? I like that too. Uh, Cavs in five. Yeah, Cavs in five. All right, uh, Cavs in five. It is. What is the future though? So how far can this Cleveland team make it out of the East? Is this team good enough to make it out of the East? And I'm trying to figure it out. Like, I try to figure out their identity. How good are they? Where does, do they have enough secondary scoring beside LeBron? Because I don't think LeBron can win 16 games by himself. No. No, he can't. And the, the, the talent is going to escalate as you get deeper into playoffs, naturally. So, but uh, but we but we've seen him do it. We've seen him do it to an extent. I mean, there's only I got to figure there's only so much tank he's. I mean, gas he's got in his tank, especially playing 82 games the way he has. Um, nobody better manages his body than LeBron James. So let's not let's not discount that either. But uh, I just think that oh, uh, uh, Indiana doesn't have enough firepower to beat the Cavs. Now that second series of who they're playing, and that's a little different case. So I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily see the Cavs right now um, taking the East, but I can't discount the the best player in, in the game for what he's for his abilities. Just can't count him out. I can't just write him off that easily and say he's not going to be there. I still don't have total full faith in, in Toronto because they've been up that place before and just haven't been able to close it out. Uh, so we'll see how this thing goes. 
Triple M, what's your expectations? You're your team. Uh, yeah, t- here, here's the way I look at it. This this is the best the East has been since LeBron came back to Cleveland, obviously. And I have a lot of respect, especially for your Sixers. They're nothing to sneeze at. They've been they've been a heck of a story, and like just to get to 50 wins is absurd to me. And that that team scares me the most. Toronto, because of their playoff missteps in the past, it's hard to trust them. Until somebody comes up and beats the King, I, it's just hard for me to see it happen. I know that there's there's a lot there's a lot of questions about the supporting cast around LeBron and what happens like with these new guys that they brought in. It's really hard to question. He's done it before. Yes, it's been ten years since he did something like this, but. If the weight that the level he's playing, you just need you need some big contributions from Kevin Love and maybe like Rodney Hood and, and some of these other guys to step up a little bit, and they should be able to rise above it. But that being said, I'm not discounting the Sixers because in that type of matchup, in terms of talent, the Sixers, man, that's that's just it, the one thing that the Sixers have working against them. And yes, they have veterans on their team, but. Five of their top seven guys haven't played a playoff game yet. So I think that that Miami series is going to be crucial for them because they get tested, they get battle tested, and they get right into the flow of things. So it's going to really test the guts and the will of a guy like Simmons to see if he's really up for the challenge. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, you, you know, here's the thing with them is they're so young that they don't. I don't think they realize that they they should have a ceiling. Oh right, yeah, no, exactly. You know? And it, and it, and it, it helped that like, hey, they come into the playoffs hot on a sixteen game winning streak, and they beat up teams that they were supposed to beat up, like beating Milwaukee in the last game of the season. That was impressive. Like they beat, well, them, they I beat think Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee. No, laid Milwaukee down. laid down, but also at the same time, like every shot was going in. Like they put up one hundred thirty points. I mean, that was yeah. That's still that's still damn impressive. And like, I I do think like you know when you look at the Sixers. I think that look, they beat up some bad teams. They did in yeah. route to sixteen in a row. But you remember that Friday night, the last Friday night, the Cleveland game, yeah. which I was at. You know, they played that game without Embiid. Yeah, and, and there was, was it took some guts because LeBron was making a superhuman surge at the end of that game, and the Cavs had a chance to tie it and send it to overtime, and they found a way to persevere. Yeah. They found a way to pull it out. I mean, that's yeah. that's LeBron a play. That's a free throw. That's yeah, that's Achilles. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I, I kind of saw that coming, but it's it's like. The way I look at it, the fact that the Cavs even had a chance to be even be in that game is just absurd. Oh yeah, especially if they were down what? No, 30? they were down thirty in the first yeah. half. Like yeah. I mean, I, I, but I, see, that's that adds to the argument when you talk about the greatness of LeBron. The right. fact that they were down by thirty and they still found a way against that young, right. energetic Sixer team to come back and make it interesting. I turned the game away when I looked at the score and said it was thirty. I said it was over. It was going to be a blowout. I, but just like just like the night before, and this is a back to back game. When they were playing the Wizards, they, they were, were down, down by six, at least they were seven, six, six. They were yeah, down 16, 16, 16 in the last 10 minutes right. of that game. Yeah. yeah, and then all of a sudden LeBron willed his way back into it, and that's unbelievable energy. Now, whether he can do it throughout the life of the playoffs, especially after playing an 82-game season and all the basketball he's played, I mean, it, it's like I said, it's yet to be seen, but um, it, it's going to be you – cannot, you cannot take away from the best player of the game, because you just can't. Uh, you can't. No. I mean, but look, he, he's truly amazing. He, he really is. And then it comes down to Toronto. I think we all agree that there's three teams that can come out of the East. Toronto, right. we the North, 
mm-hmm. Sixers, and of course the Cavs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a shame Boston, like everything happened to them, because that would have made the East even more compelling. Especially I know, with because oh because remember remember the whole narrative that was starting off before the season. Yeah, we all wanted to see Boston and Cleveland with Kyrie mm-hmm. versus LeBron. It's just like look. I mean, I don't like what happened with Kyrie leaving, but I wanted to see that. I and I wanted yeah, to see it, and I, I hate, and I hated what happened to Gordon Hayward because, mm-hmm. like, he made the decision to go there, and it's still amazing that they got the two seat. With it, and it goes to show you how great. Of a I know coach without Steve Hayward, they, Steve's a great coach. You're right. Without yeah. Hayward, they get a two. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's it's really amazing. All right, we're going to continue our NBA conversations. Playoff time, baby. And oh my, oh my, Dez is gone in Dallas. Wow. The Dez <laughs> is dead. Stop. Morning. We are the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico 15 minutes ago. We are the fellas. He's Anthony Riano. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. We're breaking down the NBA playoffs. Uh, and the future looks bright. A lot of young talent. NBA is on a nice little surge. Uh, I still wish the playoffs didn't take too damn mu- two months, but it is what it is. <laughs> I like it, dog. I'll be honest with you. Well, I, you I know what? Here's know. the thing. I, I I know that basketball is a multi game series, and I, I I get that. I think the first round should be five games instead of everything seven because it's just. It, 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 I mean, the, the the fact that you really? stretch out, yeah, because you stretch the playoffs out for two months. Mediocre like teams, mediocre teams get into the playoffs. I mean, you and there have been some sub five hundred teams that get in. It just don't. don't yeah, if you time. look at all right, like if you look at this year, all right, it, it's really not. You know, it's they're not terrible. It's not egregious. Like I agree with you. Like there are years when the teams should not be in the playoffs. But right, I mean, this year, you know, the Wizards are a credible eight seed. They remember they didn't have. John Wall, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, they're season. kind of one of a, a yeah. I'm, I think this year is a little difference to the rule. I I will agree with you, especially the the fact that it was exciting in the West. You had that many teams clustered up and had to play. You know, yeah. New Orleans comes yeah, in. You know, right, I mean, so. but but it's still two months. It should be five five game series to start. New Minnesota. Yeah, I I I I don't know. I just I like it, man. I I enjoy the second season. Well, you I want like something to watch too. So I already already know you you want something to watch. You want to stretch it out for as long as possible. But well, it I, like listen, forever. it's better than the regular season. Like, here's the thing: the regular season is okay, but the playoffs are great. You know, so I I don't know. I mean, you're right in that the playoffs devalue the regular season. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of your point, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, true. And I think you're dead on about that. I think it is devalued, but. You know, having that having that second season, the you know, good seven game series wars is a lot of fun, a lot of drama. Five in the first round, seven in the second, seven in third, seven in the finals. Yeah, five first round and then seven seven. Yeah, seven seven seven. Five seven seven seven. Three four 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 as most. I wouldn't. Would I wouldn't even be opposed to five five than seven seven. Nah, you can't have in the second round five. Why not? Because it's not a true indicator. True indicator is a seven game series. Oh, please, would you? You can. What can't you indicate in uh, five that you can indicate in seven? 
the true better team oh, is a seven-game series. You force you force the sense of urgency if you put it at five. You want to take care of business right away. Okay, but you don't but let somebody it, hang it, around. You will say you will have to admit that five-game series is advantage underdog. Yes. The better that's team should that, stand up and play. That's that's kind of the way it is in baseball, and I kind of I kind of see where Lincoln's coming from because you guys remember back in like the nineties. Like I remember, I, I'm I mean I remember when I was really young, the Miami Heat were like a number one seed, and the Knicks were an eight. I think it was maybe, yeah, but that was different because yeah, it was a strike. Yeah, it was a strike shortened year. But still, I re- I remember that because it, like the Knicks, that, like that was a shocking upset. Yes, it was a shortened season. I th- didn't the Nuggets like early on? Yeah, they beat Seattle. Yeah, they beat Seattle. Like when mm-hmm. when Sean Kemp was there, yeah, and, yeah, Matumbo, and they were the number, yeah, they were yeah, number Matumbo, one yeah. seed. One, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, mean I, I always liked the five game format. I did like when they went to seven games. It's like. People are trying to find a way to make this this like the the playoffs more exciting and and hopefully like we our hopes are met with the way that the talent is stacked up and that these playoffs are going to be more interesting. But if you want to spice it up and make it a little bit more unpredictable, maybe like Lincoln said, make it a five game series in the first round. It's, it, it spices things up a little bit. Well, it forces the it, look. It forces the team. The the better team should be. Due to ranking, not to sleepwalk into it and all of a sudden have a wake up. Because if you go in and you drop the one game and then you lose home court advantage, then 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 anything the, the series can go either way. But it, I I think the force the sense of urgency early, let the cream rise to the top and definitely take its place. Seven games just makes it elongated. Mm, boo. Because I've seen in the past where where well you just went boo on me. Well, I mean I've seen in the past where you know the the home team comes out and they just smash. The opposing team. And then all of a sudden, it seems like, you know, for whatever it's worth, and this is my conspiracy theory seeping in, for whatever it's worth, all of a sudden, the, the, the underdog gets some life or the under, the lower seed gets some life and they're able to put up big numbers against the favorite team. Like, where did this come from? Why didn't you do this in the first two games? <laughs> you know, you telling me home court advantage is that serious? It's, it's not to me in the NBA. It's not. It's usually what? A two, three point swing. Not by ten or fifteen, you know. You don't have the undersea go home, and all of a sudden they smash the champ by twenty. What is that? Well, I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I to, to me, seven game series is the is the right way to play. The, okay, because it's again the truest of indicators. I go back now again. This example is predates a lot of people. So in nineteen eighty three, eighty four, damn. The nice new one. you were too. Where were you? How did you remember that? Because I, I remember come weird. So it, this was the Nets against the defending champion Sixers, and the Nets beat them in a five game series, and it never should have happened. The, the Sixers should have played better. Well, it, I mean, there were I mean, this was a defending champions. That were like an incredible team, and Michael Wright Richardson got hot, and they should never have won. Now, d- d- you're right in that the Sixers, you know, they're no one to blame but themselves that series. But a seven game series to me is the truest thing indicator. Like if you beat a team four times in seven games, you're truly deserving of winning. I think, and, and to me. I, I think we'll agree to disagree in this sense because I honestly think that you can do the same thing in five. 
It, look, if you're the favorite team, go out there and take care of business. I never liked allowing somebody to hang around. You put your foot on their neck and you snap it. Don't let them hang around. If you're the better team, you turn it on from the from the get-go, show that you're the favorite, show why you deserve to be known as a, the higher seed or should be the higher seed. And and a, a one should not be able – an eight should not be able to compete with a one. That's the way I look at it. Two, seven, three, six. That's the way I look at it. Four, five is closer. It gets closer as the seedings get closer. I get that. But a one should I mean, not well, be able to compete with a one. The Wizards there. aren't a true eight seed. Agreed. Today, this year is a little different. I agree with you. It's, it is a little different. But you do you you don't and out the west you don't give man Minnesota a standing chance. I think you predicted them to sweep in Houston, right? Yes. So I mean that's the way it should be, and it could it could be what what can be, what Houston can do in four games uh, in a seven game series they can do in three games in a five game series. Yeah, that's true. True, true. Can't argue that. But like to me, the. F- Seven is the magic number, so that's why I hear we what disagree. you're saying. I hear what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like it's just in my eyes, just the magic number. Speaking of the magic, oh, he just brings the magic all the time. Lord of the trendings, he is the one, the only Ilo. Good morning, Ilo. Good morning, Anthony. Good morning, Lincoln. We're going to begin in the Stanley Cup playoffs where the Vegas Golden Knights and LA Kings went to double overtime in game two. Neil weaving right up to the blue line, has two men with him to the right side. Hallett gets down low. He scores! Eric Hallett wins it! The call on KRLV, Vegas leads the series 2-0. Flyers tied their series with the Penguins at 1, while the Winnipeg Jets went up two games to none over the Minnesota Wild. Great news, there's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico, go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Baseball Friday night, the Yankees topped the Tigers 8-6 as Aaron Hicks hit two home runs, including an inside-the-park home run. You better play my highlight, Susan. Fine, I'll play your highlight. <laughs> and the pitch is swung on a high drive to deep right center field toward the scoreboard wall. And that ball is going to be off the scoreboard wall, bounding way towards center field. Sanchez scores easily. Hicks rounds third. They're going to send him. Here's a relay throw home. Not in time. It is an inside-the-park home run for Aaron Hicks. And the Yankees take a 2 nothing lead. Wow. That was actually a solid, non-gimmicky yeah, was, call for once. Yeah, it was normal. Kind of disappointed. He had to waste so all. Yeah, he had to waste all his words because, like, he had to figure out. Yeah, it hit off the wall. Yeah, I, I actually, I actually don't have to talk through the trot. He's running around the bases so fast, right? There was, there was. It no. is, it is high. <laughs> It is high. It is, it is far. bounding away. It is high. It is far. It is. There, up there, the wall. there was a moment like last year in the Indians series. Like you guys remember, I think it was Game Two where Greg Bird hit a home run so high, and I, I think I remember hearing the highlight. And John Sterling had no idea where the ball was. <laughs> he had no idea where the ball was. It's like, oh wait, is is that gone? It's gone. Oh, I, rem- I remember that. No, no, I was yeah, listening no, I, live. Yeah, it, it was just That's like, right. No, I remember seeing that. I was like, man, where did that ball go? Because it was so high, and I, I couldn't even figure out where it was. So I kind of don't blame him in that situation, but it still it was funny. No, you went, it, it's gone. Oh, home run. You see how much they nitpick me, Susan. I'm going to have to... <laughs> 
I'm gonna have to go into the archives and uh, and look for that. I'm sure we've got that. How about somewhere. Susan? That Susan went off his. Uh, that's his life. Oh yeah, well, the, the brother with Austin. Yeah, the brawl. Yeah. Yeah. Did you Man, hear this? Was, Ilo? Was, oh yeah, yeah. I can I can go back in the archives for that too. I can I can I can find it for you when guys. Goes, it's his life. There Susan's was a, there was awesome. A, yeah, there was a couple scraps this week in baseball. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah you, you, it's like. Yeah, they were just getting after it, man. It was uh, yeah, like the the Arenado thing that was that got nasty, and then Red Sox Yankees already giving us a taste of what's going to be later on. I hate those two teams. God, I hate them. <laughs> you both—they just all hurt each other. So yeah, yeah, somebody else in the East could win. Fight, well, fight, fight. <laughs> Elsewhere, the Angels improved to twelve and three. 5-4 win at Kansas City for them. Albert Pujols homered and drove in three runs. Daniel Descalso homered and drove in four runs. And the Diamondbacks 8-7 win over the Dodgers. Arizona off to their best start in franchise history at 10-3, and fellas. As we uh, go back into the archives, we'll uh, get back to you on that. Uh, Ilo, uh, question. What's wrong with the Dodgers? It's early. I don't know if there's anything Gosh, else. I, had to hear that. I have to hear that all week down here. <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm just, I don't know. Is there anything... That we need to know about or no? It's like, it's April 14th. Talk to me after Memorial Day. This is a great point. I had a good conversation with my friend here who's a Nationals fan. And he was like, yeah, I mean, even though they're losing and the Mets are 11-1, and it's like, it's April. It's April. No, it's it's baseball's baseball. Well, no, you're right, you're right. But I think... However, if there was some issue, I'm just curious... Like I don't know if there's pitching issues, if there's something yeah, that like, not they hitting. see early on. They're I mean, not they're not hitting, right? Yeah, I mean like there was Bellinger, a- is he gonna hit uh, that sophomore slump type of thing? I mean there was a plumbing issue in their last uh, exhibition game at Dodger Stadium, but aside <laughs> from that, that's the that was, that was the biggest problem. Thankfully that got corrected. Listen how defensive he got the uh, like I know he's here. <laughs> <laughs> Stop talking about my Dodgers that way. <laughs> Uh, I like I, I like it. It's like it's early. Come on, <laughs> Stop it. don't you know it's yeah, You know what? I, I was a little sensitive there. You what were. Was the deal with me. Sound like me talking about the, the about the Eagles. That's right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> classic Ilo. Classic. We are the fellas coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Fifteen minutes can save you fifteen percent or more in car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, uh, fellas, talking NBA playoffs. We got to give you picks for today and for tomorrow. So this is against the spread. Are you guys ready to give the picks of the uh, for the weekend? Uh, I, yeah, I let's do it. Let's do it. You know, the the people want the selections. Yeah, uh-huh. we, we we told them how they're going to end. We're not going right. to. We haven't told them how they're going to start. Yeah, well, it's a big deal to give the. Uh, they usually say it's how you, not how you start, it's how you finish. But we're yeah, we're gonna. But selections that are important. We start off today. The NBA playoffs kick off in Golden State Warriors Spurs. Warriors an eight point favorite over San Antonio. I'll start it off by taking chalk. I'll take the Warriors and lay the eight, Lincoln. I'm going to take the Spurs with the points. Warriors win, but it's going to be a little closer coming out the gate. All right, Triple M. Yeah, I'm going to take the Warriors and lay it. They're at home. They've had a lot of time to think about that embarrassing loss to Utah to end the season. Steve Kerr lit into them. Yeah, I think the Warriors are going to blow them out, or at least cover it. All right, Iowa Sam. I'll take. Uh, I'll echo uh, Link there and take uh, the Spurs with the pints. There we go. Look at this. 
two-on-two battle right there. Mm-hmm. All right. And then we go at, to the Raptors and Wizards, 5.30 p.m. Eastern, 2.30 Pacific. The Raptors, an eight-point favorite over Washington. Lincoln. I'm going to take Raptors with the points. Lay it. Lay it, he says. I concur. I will lay it with the Raptors and lay the eight. Mm -hmm. How about you, Triple M? I'm going to take the Wizards with the points. This could get interesting. I think the Raptors win, but I think it's closer than eight. All right. Uh, I was Sam. Uh, Lay it with the Raptors. All right. And then uh, eight o'clock tonight in the east, five o'clock in the west. The Sixers in the process host the Heat. Processors are minus six and a half points. No Joel Embiid. However, it has not hurt the Sixers before. So I shall lay it. Lincoln. I like the momentum that they had coming into the playoffs. I think they continue to ride high. I'm right there with you. I lay it. Lay it. How about you, Triple M? I'll lay it as well. It's interesting to note this line started at a seven and went down to six and a half, but I, I still think the Sixers come out strong. They've been on a roll, so I'll give them this one and they cover it. <laughs> How about you, Sammy? How about Heat with the points? How about that? Whoa! Go, going against the grain. Close yeah. shave. All right. All right. How about the Trailblazers? Remember they used to be called the Jailblazers? Tra- <laughs> oh, that's that, that seems like ancient history now. It's I like know, the way the they Jailblazers with Rashid. Yeah, 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 with Rashid. What they had? They used to have Isaiah Ryder, right? Yeah, I, get I get high. I get high. Who who else was on that team? Bonzi Wells. Man, yeah. man, that seems like ancient history. Jeez. Uh so it's the Jailblazers minus five and a half over the Pelicans. I will lay it with Portland. So I got all chalk, which I don't like, but I'm going to ride with today. How about you, Lincoln? This is going to be my first surprise. I say the Pelicans take game one, so I'm going Pelicans outright. Really? Mm-hmm. The upset wow. special from Lincoln Kennedy. It's got to happen. There's going to happen one time this weekend. Oh, of course it is. It. First, first game, absolutely. Got to find it. All right. Uh, let me ask you. Sammy, all right, Triple M, where you at? Uh, I'm taking the Blazers and laying it. Lillard, that backcourt's just amazing. I think Anthony Davis is going to have a strong night, but yeah, I think the backcourt's going to be too strong for Portland. They cover it. Sammy? I'll take the uh, Pelicans with the points. All right. Pelicans with the points it is. Now we move to tomorrow and tomorrow's games. We'll do that coming up next. We're the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. There's a better way to buy home insurance with Progressive's new Home Quote Explorer, too. Get a custom quote and a great rate all online. See for yourself how much you could save at Progressive.com. Wow, let me ask you a question. Was that a real voiceover guy or was that artificial intelligence? It's a good question. It's a really good question. it sounds like it's a... Computer generated, right? Voice. Like one of those, like telephone, like those telephone yeah, operators, like they progressive. Like yeah. I, I spent a lot of week, I, I spent a lot of time on the phone this week with uh, certain places, like including 
bank and whatnot. And trust me, I've gotten used to the computerized voice. It was actually me, guys. I, I did the voice. Yeah, he, so. yeah it was Sam. Was that impressive? That was impressive. Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> Sam could do everything, guys. Yeah, you can He's do Mr. That. Do-It-All. That's me. You are. You can do everything, Sammy. Very impressed by you. Uh, well, let's uh, let's go through tomorrow, shall we? Let's do it. Are we doing it? All right. Uh, Boston and Milwaukee to kick off game one, 1 o'clock tomorrow, 10 a.m. Pacific. Boston, a four-point favorite over the Bucks. I'm going to lay it. Oh, I got five straight favorites. Not yeah. good, but I'm going to lay good. it. How about you, Lincoln? I'm going to lay it. I think the Celtics take care of the deer in the first one. So, yep. Celtics over the deer. How about you, M? Yeah, I'm taking the Celtics too. Like I said, it's going to come down to coaching in this one, and I think I it's pretty obvious. Brad Stevens over Joe Prunty. It's it's just too obvious. So yeah, give me the coaching of Brad Stevens in this one. All right. How about you, Sam? I'll say the uh, the Celtics drive. Uh, they steer right into the deer. How about that? Oh, and, uh, gosh. Uh, we had to, to wait until the last oh, segment of man. the show. The last segment oh, of the show. We were almost the- there. <laughs> Lay it we were Boston. almost there, Sam. Lay it with Boston. Sammy. Gosh. Never <laughs> fails to disappoint oh, every show. Man. Oh, He's golden. <laughs> Cleveland, six and a half over the Pacers. I'm going to take the Cavs. By two. So give me the Pacers with the points, Lincoln. I like your vision. I like your style. I'm thinking the same thing. I think it's closer. It's been closer last series, so I think it's uh, give me two, the Pacers with the points. What do you say, Em? Uh, I think this is going to be close through three quarters. The Cavs pull away late. They win by ten. So give me the Cavs and lay it. The so it's, it's cover. A, the, 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 the old backdoor cover. But yeah, I, I think this is close for three, at least three quarters. All right. How about you, Sammy Boy? Um, I'll take the Pacers with the points as well. All right. We all they agree there, except for the, uh, the, the Cavs. Homer. 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 Cleveland. Homer. Triple M. I, I, I like that, man. I like, I like that, man. Yeah, that's artificial intelligence. You Listen, should try I'm out do- for that. You should try to be that guy. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, you're a genius. Ooh, <laughs> I can extend my career. Jazz and Thunder, my friend. OKC, three and a half. That line is short. Give me the Jazz outright. Lincoln. I'm right there with you, cuz. I like the Jazz. Oh, yeah. one. Yes. Yep. Well, I'm telling you. This is going to be a nice the series jazz. to watch. I like the Jazz to take first one. Utah. Jazz! Outright. How about you, uh, Triple M? Let's make it three. Jazz outright as well. Wow. Yeah, like that line's short. Yeah, I, I love the Jazz in this first yeah, one. Look at that. Sammy. I'm I gonna, smell a pun. I I'm smell a pun coming. With, I'm going to lay it with the thunder. No pun. Oh, okay. No right. pun intended. I, <laughs> no pun. You're no laying pun with the thunder? <laughs> you lay it with the thunder. No pun, no lightning, no uh, nothing. I knew, I knew something was coming. Guys, there's, no, like, there's still one no. more game left, guys. So no. Just wait. Just wait. I was. I thought he was going to say like thunder lowers the boom. Thunder on the th- jazz. Or, th- or thunderstruck or Struck, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, it, 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 it would have been. It would have been something corny like you know the thunder would silence the music, the music of the jazz or something like yeah. that. Something. Oh hey, that's good. Oh like man. That. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Your final game takes place at nine o'clock tomorrow night. 
6 o'clock on the West Coast. And it is the Rockets of Houston, 65 wins. Take it on the Timberwolves. What's this line, 20? It is a le- it is 11 and a half. No, oh, there you go. Lay it. <laughs> I agree. I agree to lay, lay it. it. <laughs> I, I'm with you. How about you, Triple M? Yeah, lay it. There's so much emotion that went into that game on Wednesday. Yeah, I think the Rockets blow them out. Yeah, I, I see that. How about you, my man? What do you say, Sam? And the Rockets' red glare. Oh, I told you there was one game I left. Like that. <laughs> I told you there was one game left, guys. You called it. You called it, my man. Hey, uh, by the way, Sammy, did you get that uh, Thibodeau? Yes. Just give me one sec here. All right. So earlier, we were li- I was listening to Thibodeau, and I thought his doppelganger voice was Sam Elliott. So I, I want to see if you guys would agree. Is Thibodeau, is he the vocal Sam Elliott? All right. If I can get this right. thing to work for me, this uh, this iPad is is in- installing the YouTube app again. So mm. just going to give me a minute. Uh-huh. All right. Now you, right. You, 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 you figure it out. You, you figured out. We'll talk yeah. about yeah. the NBA playoffs and, uh, and of course, Des Bryant. In case you missed it, there was a big part of the show. Des Bryant released by the Cowboys. And look, you know, they saved a bunch of money. And mm-hmm. he was dollars. a guy that just wasn't, it wasn't, I mean, you think of it because you think of Des and Romo and Des being such a big part of the Cowboys, synonymous with the Cowboys organization. But, that said, Des wasn't giving many production link. Three subpar years, and it didn't look like the production was going up with the new quarterback. I honestly believe that Dak Prescott had something to do with this. Um, Dak Prescott and 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 uh, the, he's the future. He's the he's the, the the one that's going to be leading this team in the future. And they, I think, he was forced a lot of times to try to get Des the ball, and Des wasn't running routes as equally uh, as he once did, or as wasn't as productive as he once was. So, um, I think Jason Garrett and Dak Prescott got together and said, "Look, we can save some money. We're going to take a receiver in the draft." Um, there's a plenty of receivers to choose from that they can stretch the field with. What add new life to this offense? Uh, but they, as you mentioned, the big they do need to reconfigure that offense. You know, yeah. Witten is old. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, all you have is Zeke. That's right. And you know, they need to redo the whole thing. I think mm-hmm. they will. They will. And I think it starts with the, this move right here. All right. We do. We, do we have time? Do we have it, Sammy? From my angle, I just saw a guy basically flop, and I'm gonna leave it at that. All right. That was Tom Sam- Thibodeau. That was Thibodeau. Real what about quickly, Sam? Here's Sam Elliott. Beef stroganoff, beef bourguignon, Irish beef stew. Beef. We think. Mm. Not nah, mm, stretch. Too much of a stretch, yeah. All right, whatever. I lost this one. Where the fellas? See ya. Take care. Go Sixers. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.